0: This is the 2014 Cotton's VWFL Final Series.
1: And welcome back here to uh, Shepley Oval in Long on VWFLradio.com. Peter Holden and Laura Kane with you for this uh, Cotton's VWFL Final Series Premier Division Preliminary Final. The winner gets a date with Darabin next week in the Grand Final at Kobe City Oval, 2.30pm for the loser, Kay Sarah Sarah. Whatever it will be, will be. It is the season over for them. As we said, uh, so far the results between these two sides have been two zip Diamond Creek's way, but of course that all matters. Absolute zip coming into this game. Uh, Laura Kane, I was almost going to ask you for your tip on air, but uh, I j- I, my gut instinct tells me you might be going with Melbourne Uni. Yeah, I'd be out of a job if I didn't. So, <laughs> of course, Melbourne Uni. So, as we speak at this very moment, um, all sides are lined up and we should be just about underway. Sparks starting in the ruck for Melbourne Uni in an interesting move. Tanya Ernst starting in the ruck for Diamond Creek. Moved into the centre. is the captain of Melbourne United will should be starting on the ball so is Shea Audley who's got some space and the umpire throws the ball up in the air and we're underway here on vwflradio.com. Fire tried to take it away Blackburn had a hurry keep brought down by Ernst put it out towards the wing position juggling around the hands of Brooke White got dispossessed by Corrigan still out in centre wing out of side of the Grand spinning around is Ashmore got stripped of the ball Audley gave up the quick hand pass Corrigan put boot to ball put it out in the direction of Brittany Grech. who's got space near the boundary line picks it up 52 metres out from goal, goes to the left, pulls their kick and hits Stacey Cross. Yeah. Open fast football early on Laura Kane but it, it's surprisingly the other way for Diamond Creek. Yeah, not a good start but um, we'll see how she goes with this kick. So lining up Stacey Cross looking for her first, she'll be kicking on a slight angle and coming in from 30 to 35 metres out from goal at the 48 second mark of the first term, in she comes on the left. How does it look? It's good and it's first blood to the crackers And you can hear the car horns going in the background here at Shepley Oval. You know you're in a different part of the world here <laughs> in Dandenong. Sure Long. And uh, Stacey Cross gets the first for Diamond Creek there. One straight six. Melbourne Uni yet to score. As predicted, Ali Blackburn first hands on the ball, but just the in- intensity from Diamond Creek early. Yeah, very good. And to
2: get that forward entry so quickly and hit a forward target was excellent. Uh, excellent start and really good
1: kick. So we wait with the umpire to get the ball back after it just went out the back way, almost where they've uh, put up the um, put up the side screens for the cricket, which obviously they take down during football season to make sure they're not damaged. And uh, we should be underway with the restart in just a moment. Time straight 25-minute quarters playing here at Premier Division. First blood to the Creekers, One straight six. Melbourne Uni yet to score. The umpire gets the ball back. We're throwing it up just on two minutes into this first term. Up in the air it goes. Spark versus Ernst. Ernst wins the tap down. Bull uh, just got away there at the hands of uh, Williams, who couldn't pick it up. Just on the ground, stripped out of it. At Alicia Eva had to go in there and put a hurry kick in his Kaluzy. Put it out towards the wing position. Carney, the captain, gets it. Goes for the run, took one bounce. Carney runs inside. 50, 48 metres out from goal. Went the blaze away. Anderson had it through her hands. Got knocked out of it by Hetherington. Still bobbling around in the goal square. Chance for Melbourne Uni. Dispossessed there is Ibrahim. Couldn't get it. Tried to dribble one through. Stevenson got blocked away on the last line it's conceded minor score one behind Melbourne Uni Diamond Creek one straight six two and a half minutes gone so fast start and I think it might be Etherington here will be having the kick out for the Creekers. Goes towards their cluster, which is coming in a little closer when it normally stands off the hands there of Corrigan, and uh, Kerrick just put it on their left boot, went to space out there on the boundary line near the direction of McIntosh and White, and the ball went over the boundary line and out of bounds. That's something different, Laura. Normally, Tommy and Creek have this cluster about 50 out from goal. They've moved it closer to 35-40 out. Yeah,
2: and interesting that they went straight down the corridor. Um, I expected the cluster
1: to split, but they didn't and just went straight up the guts. And Barton couldn't quite get it out of there. Putting it on the left boot there is Ali Blackburn. She's not going to kick a miraculous goal like last week you would think. Burns lays on the pressure and we'll see a rush behind conceded by the Creekers there. Now move Melbourne Uni onto two behind. Diamond Creek one straight six three and a half minutes gone. So the kick in from full back is a short little chip kick towards the back pocket. Logan under all kinds of pressure, high and long towards the Ernst direction. Knocked out of her hands, Blackbends to it first. Got the little hand pass back to Kerrick who had to duck, put it on the left, went towards the top of the Skull Square, McIntosh is parked underneath it! And takes it cleanly by hand. That's a great mark, Lord because let's be honest, the C-bomb's given away a bit of height.
2: Yeah, absolutely. She was outmatched there, but I think Yode's put on a good
1: screen for her and gave her some space to take a great mark. Cecilia McIntosh, 45-degree angle, kicking from 20 metres out, very apt for the number 20, looking to give Melbourne Uni the lead. Early stages here on the first term. Slow approach. Walks out to the right, puts a bit of hook on it, and it's away to the left. Minus score, three behinds, Melbourne Uni, Diamond Creek, one straight six. Very similar to last week. Um, behinds, behinds, behinds galore for Melbourne Uni Hurley. Yeah, we had hoped we'd worked on that a little bit, but um, we might beat them with points. Goal-kicking practice during the week? <laughs> yeah, just a little bit, a lot <laughs> last night. <laughs> kick in from full back, is on the left, it's a short little poking kick, trying to put it in the hands there as Saxton, got knocked out of her hands had to go back again, in fact this time it's Diana Haynes Haynes trying to move it back in board got it across to Ernst who went towards the one-on-one out there in the win position, Little was in the back against Gretsch but she managed to get away from Giddings Gretsch put it on the right boot, went inside an open forward line, foot race in here Barton trying to put the pressure on Ashmore, Ashmore got the front position, was manhandled, there was Barton, got the hair pass back to Gretsch who followed it up, went out of her hands, went through for a point,
2: hair pass back to Lamb. Land, Land- Gets on a left foot goal. Great piece of play to move it down the wing and into their forward 50. Unl- unfortunately, though, another goal for
1: Dymo. And uh, lucky there for uh, Caitlin Ashmore as well. She was doing all the right things, but Amelia Barton was just wearing her like a Leica glove, and when she unfortunately just overran the football, Barton swooped on it. Yeah, really tight contest, and she, she sort of hit the ground at the right time and was able to recover the footy and give it to her teammate in the goal square. VWFLradio.com, five and a half minutes gone in the Cotton's VWFL Premier Division preliminary final, Diamond Creek two straight 12, Melbourne Uni three behind. inside 50s two to four, favouring Melbourne Uni, ball up in the air, Spark is first in the contest, over the head of it was Audley, couldn't extract it, Ernst went in there, Anderson late on the tackle, and the umpire will rush in and say there's no prior opportunity, and will call for a ball up. Does so quickly, Spark again versus Ernst, Spark won it, running it was Williams, Audley was knocked off the football hand pass out to the running player who got caught by Anderson the umpire says holding I thought it was more dispossessed but Byer ends up with the free kick and Byer almost on center wing on the broadcast side gets on the right comes back in board mark taken that's Williams on the right heading in the cross direction oh she was going to flatten someone on the way through and the umpire says uh, I know you're trying to say that you took it cross but I'm not falling for it and a free kick, there, uh, Mark, pardon me, there for the Muggers and going up the line to Anderson, who took it in front of Lamb. Anderson, true centre-half back, looks to go down the corridor. Blackburn on the lead, took it in front of Champion. Blackburn looks in the Ashmore direction, who's breaking on the wing, got to be good with the kick, just went over the top there of Dylan Ashmore got it, got mown down by Audley and his pins says the umpire. Dan Hill called it the serial Pesce Audley and the umpires called advantage. Chocci's been mown down, set too high against Anderson. Very lucky to get out of that one, feels. And Chocci decides to come back in board. Hetherington takes it, just uh, alludes to Eva not to come any closer. Goes out towards centre wing, long high kick, Gretsch comes out, takes it in the bread basket and cops a little one on the way through from Ibrahim to let her know she's there. Gretsch put on the right and a play breaking her on the half plank. flank. Misjudging it there is Bernardi up against the boundary line to the one-on-one, cross! Too good against O'Brien. Bit of a tricky one there with that matchup, isn't it? O'Brien and Cross, similar height, but compared to body types, Cross has got it on O'Brien. Yeah, really strong, and she presents
2: really well. But uh, Dymo are doing excellent job getting the ball down the wing and then switching it into the corridor.
1: They get it right to their goal square, and they've scored three times. And Cross has got her second of the afternoon, and it's not a great start for Melbourne Uni. And it is three goals for Diamond Creek. Melbourne Uni, three behinds as uh, we're in the first term, thanks to Cotton's in the VWFL final series preliminary final, eight minutes gone in first term. So you'd almost say inside 50s have been fairly even, but Bowman Creek straight kicking is giving them the advantage. Uh, What are we going through, Mick Sandry's uh, mind at this stage, considering Diamond Creek with the early start?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, He'd probably want to cut it off sort of across their 50 if they're having really easy forward entries. So if they could get maybe one back down there or or sort of just try and stop their run on the flank and their their forward entries are too easy
1: at the moment. Ball up in the air. There's Spark, who wins the tap. The ball went straight down the ground. Hand pass out by Orly to Williams. Williams straight towards Gretch. Bounced off of her knees. Had to bounce off another player in Bibby there. Coming through there, was uh, the player in Chochi, got it across to Williams, who went towards the uh, truce in R4 position, and it's got a hurried hand pass out, Chochi trying to move it by hand, Spark spins around, got dumped by Chochi, but got her kick away, and Carney, the captain there, of Melbourne Uni takes it, gets it out on the right, trying to put it in the direction there of Gabriella Pound. This is strange, she's not in the long sleeves, wearing the short sleeves. Yeah, today. unusual, I haven't seen her in short sleeves before. Goes out to the, on the right boot, and they heard the Ibrahim direction, managed to shepherd a teammate, the umpire said a bump off the ball. Geez, the rub of the green not going the way for Melbourne Union, the way of free kicks early. And uh, that means a short little kick coming up the line. Ernst takes it in front of Spark. Half-back flank, out of side. Just looking for some options. Thinks to come in board. It's a floating kick. by wanted to go at it, then left it for Gretsch. And Gretsch slapped it in front of herself. Blackburn going with her in the foot race. And on half-back flank, Ellie Blackburn will be first to get it. Mown down by Gretsch without it. Umpire will say that's the free kick. We're warning the player, he's going the ball, and Blackburn right in front of our broadcast position, half-back flank, broadcast side, decides to go for the switch of play, got to be good with the kick it is, spots up Lee Kaluzi Kaluzi now on the right going towards Carney, and she takes it, half-back flank on the outer side, her side down by 15 points early, 10 minute mark of the first term. Lucy just wanted to look in board then thought to play the line and that's what she does goes long and direct went through hands but it was Spark at the back is first to it Ernst on her hammer dispossessed her support was there through Ashmore put it in the White direction Brook White comes out to meet the footy she takes it between centre wing half forward flank out of side White gets on the right heading in the direction of Lou Stevenson over through her hands and either way out of bounds of the four mark it's going to be a Diamond Creek footy and uh, a chance there through It might be uh, Bartley just tracked off one, got on the right, came back in ball with a dangerous uh, switch to Byer, went through her hands, Chochi is first to it, wrapped up by Anderson, got the hand pass to Hetherington. Hetherington had to let go of it before she was run down, but it only went as far as Ashmore. Ashmore an indiscriminate right, bouquet towards the forward line. The uh, Diamond Creek defence looking a little shaky there, over the hands of Eva, who couldn't control it. Numbers back here, this is through Carney. Carney looking for the one-two with Eva. Carney up against the boundary line, took a bounce, Went away from her, heading on her hammer, knocked it in front of herself, and the ball goes over the boundary line and out of bounds. Not much, really, that she could do from there. Absolutely not. It was a good result to get the ball out
2: of bounds about 15 metres from our goals. So... I call it a professional
1: deliberate. They can't pin you for it, but you know what they're doing. Absolutely. As the ball is back into play, slap down, hurried little kick out of the pack in the Anderson direction. Uh, She managed to get the ball back. Oh, it's just in front of her. She kicks it off the carpet, and she gets it. Anderson gets Melbourne Uni's first. And they go to 1-3-9, and a car horn goes in the distance. And uh, and Diamond Creek, three straight 18 here on VWFLradio.com. But the much-needed first goal for the Muggers through. Absolutely. Good that we could
2: get one sort of still early in the game. Um, still scores are really, really close. And um, another
1: quick goal would help us a lot right now. And this has been playing terrific footy over the last month. Uh, considering that game where she virtually tore it up against uh, Cranbourne out at Casey Fields about a month ago. Yeah, absolutely. She's a great player and really tough at it. Um, really wants to win the footy. So she's a great asset to the Muggers. And a Melbourne Uni player entering the square too early means it's a free kick in the set at a Diamond Creek. And that's with Tanya Ernst. And Ernst gets on the right, goes out towards the half-forward flank position, over the head there of Gretsch, foot race with Ashby. Ashby decides to leave it for Bibby, whose kick is smothered there by Williams. Luck's like a fortune for Gretsch, who got on the left, right back and it's through. Well, Talk about doing all the right things for luck not going in your way. I did the right thing to put the pressure on but the cruel bounce, it
2: just landed in the lap of Gretsch. Absolutely, maybe Bibby should have, would have been better off with a handball but still under the palm. Brittany Gretsch is a great player and um, you, you get you pay for
1: it when good players are around and you make a mistake. Left foot snap on goal there from Brittany Gretsch brings up her first and Diamond Creek move out to four straight 24 Melbourne Uni 139 13 minute mark of the first turn playing straight 25s here in the uh, Cotton's VWFL Premier Division preliminary final, and of course 2.30pm next Sunday at Coburg City Oval, the winning side takes on the Darabin Falcons who are yet to be defeated in Season 2014. Ball up in the air, they've moved Corrigan into the ruck now to go up against Stevenson. there's the hurried little kick in the direction of Williams, not 15 at the umpire trying to get the kick away, a little smother on courtesy of the tackle of Anderson, hurried little kick out of the pack by Carney in the direction there as Spark who got it across to Blackburn, had to try and sell some candy buyer wasn't buying and pass away, only as far as Chocci did now going, partly me, in the Chochi direction. Now tries to pick it up. Couldn't do so. Ball slapped in front there by Stevenson. A smart footy. Up close towards the boundary line. 20 metres away. Did chochi get a knee in the head? The umpire said yes, it was accidental against Stevenson. And that will be a free kick the way of Diamond Creek. Corrigan wanted to take it. But the umpire said no. Chochi must take it. So defensive side of centre wing comes back to Hetherington. Who takes it? 60 metres out from defensive goal Broadcast side, right boot Long towards the contest of Williams Over the head, found out by Gretsch Gretsch got on the right boot Now foot race on, Carney's got it Got around Banani, teammate O'Brien who nearly ran into her There, kicks in towards the Alicia Eva direction Eva takes a good mark Right in front of the interchange gates. Eva's got to be good with her kick. Oh, O'Brien left it for Carney and Carney didn't go for it. But she picked it up off the bounce, took one bounce, foot race on with Amelia Barton on her hammer, went towards the centre half forward position. Here comes Cecilia McIntosh, tried to slap it in front. Umpire says she was being held. Smart footy didn't take possession and sucked the defender in. So Cecilia McIntosh, the C-bomb. Decides to go short with her kick, here comes Blackburn. And Blackburn takes the mark and she'll be lining up the goal. 35 metres out on a slight angle. And Ali Blackburn, what to say about her last week? Had some troubles with the easy shots. But the set shot on the boundary and the staff from 45 metres out, Ah,
2: piece of cake. Absolutely. She could give almost footy legends a a run for their money, I think, at the end of the year. So um, amazing goal off a step on the boundary at the 50 line at
1: Coburg last weekend. I'm surprised Yoda didn't say, I made you look good. I could have marked that, but I let it go. (laughs) She probably did. She probably did. In comes Blackburn from 35 metres out. Slight angle. It is drifting right across the face to Barry Crocker. It's out of bounds on the fall. And the scoreboard remains Melbourne Uni 1-3-9. Diamond Creek 4 straight 24. 15 and a half minutes gone first term. And the Premier Division preliminary final. A date with Darabin awaits next Sunday. So by the Division 2 Grand Finals locked in Seaford versus North Geelong and in Division 1, Melbourne Uni versus St Kilda Sharks, through the hands there of Kerrick, taken there and quickly moving it on is Hicks Kirby Hicks comes back in board, doesn't sit there for Bibby, who has to try and tackle her opponent, quick little hand pass to Bow. virtually threw it away, under pressure from Kaluzzi, in the direction of Blackburn who got mown down by Barton, got rid of her hand pass, favouring Pound who didn't take it, tried to slap it forward, went off the knee there A Champion, he got it across to towards center wing. Mark Taken, think that might be Ortley out there, who gets it on the right goes towards true center half forward over the head there of Gretch. Cross came out early towards it, went over her head as well has to go back and try and get it Nazi Goring comes out, she can't pick it up Kalusi falls over the top, Biggie tries to get a right boot kick off the ground it virtually ricocheted off someone, went back to her oh a little lackadaisical kick there if you don't mind by Goring, got smothered went into a pack and the umpire has no choice but to call for a ball up.
2: Yeah, it looks like we've sent Ash by to Brittany Gresh to sort of try and shut her down across the half forward, so we'll see how that works, but um, I think Brittany getting a little bit frustrated with the with the,
1: the move. Uh, coming in there is all Chotchi, nearly got one in the back there accidentally, trying to get a kick there as Kerrick got smothered, waiting for it as Corrigan, went through her hands Ashmore is there, picked up by Carney dispossessed, ball on the grounds fighting and scrapping hard for it, in with Chotchi as well, Blackburn is pulled to ground ball came out of her hands as well trying to get in this Corrigan, who nearly threw the boot at it and collected about half a dozen on the way through a real little kick off the side of the boot there by Gogos, didn't go too far, there's Shay Audley, got a hand pass out, went backwards to Barton, Barton put it on the right boot in towards the forward line, overrunning it there is Champion, lays on a smart tackle, dispossessed the player but only went as far as Ashmore, Ashmore, no one to go to, Stevenson's in the middle of the pack, Champion brought the ball to ground, it's tough, hard footy in there at the moment, Ashby tries to extract it, lays the tackle on Corrigan, popped out to Audley, Shea Audley went, looking for rain with a kick. And finally, some calm and some sense as it's taken by Kerrick as she goes towards Anderson, and Anderson now takes it defensive side of centre wing, gets on the right boot, going up the line. Her kicklets are down though; she was looking for McAvoy, and it just got picked up by Kirby Hicks. He says, "Thank you very much. Thanks for the gift, but it's not tax deductible. In fact, it's Dylan, pardon me, who decides to come back in for it." The Kirsty Lamb, Lamb gets on the left, goes long and towards the forward line, coming out to meet it. And taking the mark is Lee who has been standing up well in defence early.
2: Yeah, it's um, good to see that we've sort of pushed her up a little bit higher so we can cut their run off the, along the 50 line. Um, doing much better to rebound the football
1: in the last sort of few minutes. Goes out towards Pound, and Pound heading in the direction over the head of Ibrahim, who's got a foot race on here at the moment, but she can dispossess her opponent, and she did so. Uh, going in there as well was uh, Lamb, who got the hand pass out. The hurry kick now going in the direction of Chachi. Got knocked out of her hands. And it's a chance here for uh, Eva to put a head over the uh, Pamikani. Put a head over the ball, got knocked away from it. Spark got it out to Alicia Eva, who put it hurriedly in towards the forward line. Now the one-on-one Hetherington playing in front of Burns by a good five metres. his first the ball. Got it across to Williams. Williams went by the right boot only as far as Ashmore. So Melbourne Uni starting to get a control of the game, but they find themselves down by 15 points. Spots up a target. Half forward flank out of side. Sticking close towards the boundary line or up through the hands there is Spark who whilst tall enough but just couldn't bend down to pick it up. Here's the kick now out towards the centre wing position. Chocci comes out to meet the player. Almost thrown there. That's what the crowd cries for. The umpire's not buying into it. Hanging off the side there is Carney to create the pressure. Audley for Diamond Creek sends it out towards the centre wing. Ashmore tries to meet it first. Going with her is Kirby Hicks and the ball is over the boundary line and out of bounds. 19 and a half minutes gone, first term. Four straight 24 Diamond Creek, Melbourne Uni one, three, 9 Four scoring shots apiece. Back in there is uh, Corrigan, just slaps towards the boundary line and out of bounds. And if you want to look at it another way, five scoring shots, five shots on goal to four, with uh, Melbourne Uni having that one more scoring shot, but that Ali Blackburn kick just dripping across the face.
2: Yeah, really important to make the most of your shots on goal, because Diamond have kicked really accurately and now they're four zip. 24 um, and we've unfortunately
1: had a few rushed and sprayed one There is uh, Shay Audley trying to get across to Barton, stolen out of her hands by Ashmore, only as far as Champion who got it across quickly to uh, Corrigan who was dispossessed Ball in the middle of the ground, good work there by Spark who had to go again, in comes McAvoy, ball got out to Stevenson Stevenson trying to get it across there, Blackburn who got dispossessed of the ball, having to go again is Chochi and she's quick, Chochi now puts it out towards the win position got to put ahead of her, in fact pardon me, it's Caitlin Smith, what am I saying, Smith tries to go in there, can't extract it, over the top there is Laura Attar, tries to get it out, her little hand pass, going backwards to Champion, Champion put it on the right goes in the cross direction, meeting the sandwich, three players up with her ball hit the ground, picked up by Emma Carney she's got a tank and she just keeps on running and running and running, puts it towards the middle of the ground, Ashmore's waiting for it, Carney virtually chased up her own kick, got on the right ball, goes out towards the half-fourth flank, Ibrahim and Burns has come out a long way from home, she'll need a map to find which way to get back Hand pass to Ashmore nearly had a shorts pull down got a hand pass away only as far as Hetherington Hetherington to George oh just got slammed into the ground by Ashmore and the umpire says you're caught holding the ball Nick must be uh, mixing things up here now with uh, Burns coming a long way forward yeah
2: absolutely and Brooke White's pushed up forward it's a different role for her usually she's down back so uh T-Mac
1: as well Tess McAvoy and uh, got knocked out of her hands and they're all wrapped up as Kirby Hicks but she took the mark in front of Carney, so she's 45 metres out from defensive goal, goes out towards the centre wing position, Kerrick makes a contest of it, knocking the ball out of Adhaar's hands, and the ball will go over the boundary line and out of bounds. So you think for the Muggers maybe just one goal and quarter tight just to make it interesting? Yeah, that would be nice, with sort of four, three
2: minutes to go, we've got Seabom um, and Ali Blackburn on the bench here, so I, we're, we'd be eager to get those
1: two out for the last couple of minutes. All back in, Pound. First to it, Kicks it long towards the uh, half forward flank position. Hetherington out the back. Quick little hand pass. Now the kick across the face has got to be good, and I fear it might not be. Bernardi's having to come out towards it. White is first to it, having to turn her inside out. Goes by hand to Eva Wupp, who had it. was like a piece of soap. Popped out again on a dry day on the left boot. Hugging close towards the boundary line. Knocked it away. Great defensive edit- effort there by Charlotte Dillon. Sees the ball over the boundary line and out of bounds. Yeah, really good effort to get her hand up over the top and not give the free away. Good defending. Ball thrown back in. Corrigan versus Spark at the back door. Ashmore quickly crossed to White who sprayed it across the face with her kick. Foot race on. Barton couldn't meet it. Going in towards the Cian Wilson. She uh, lost the ball when she went charging in for it. Barton there. Pound goes to make the contest. Tries to hold it up but he got creakers here with the numbers. Kirstie Lamb now moves it towards the Adart direction. Adart versus Kerrick in the foot race. Adart's first to it. Gets the right hand pass back to uh, Chochi, who had to shrug off a defender. Got shoved as she kicked it in towards the foot forward line, was heading for cross but smart footy there by O'Brien who got in front and by the look of it Nick Sandry's gone for a 2-on-1 on cross
2: Yeah, she's um, doing really well up there up forward and sort of across the flank so glad to see this web put a bit more pressure
1: on her So we'll have a throw in, 25 metres out from the Diamond Creek goal Dymo up by 15 points nearing quarter time and we'll just wait for the umpire to take the footy back and throw it back in now probably stationed about 35 meters out from goal cross versus stevenson in the contest stevenson from posse cross tried to bust her way through shrugged off one gave the don't argue put on her left dribbled it forward hugging close to the boundary line lamb had a shot but it went out of bounds on the fall must be a little concern there. Um, Diamond Creek managing to win the boundary side contest there. Yeah, and getting it corridor side really quickly, so it's dangerous.
2: I think we, we had C-bomb loose in that in that um, piece of play to hopefully try and cut
1: the footy off, so at least we've got it in our hands now. And the kick in from Gogos, who's been in the pass on the ball, but now in defence going long with her kick, and a good mark taken out there. I think it's taken by Madeline Kerrick who uh, has it, yep, with the left shoulder strapped up. She's out there on the uh, half-back flank. Flat, low left kick in the Anderson direction. Spore opponent, or did she take it too high? Well, holding said the umpire in the end, but either way, it's a Diamond Creek ball. Hurry, little kick on play, three on one in the cross direction. Waiting out the back there is Goring. Knocked out of her hand. Cecilia McIntosh is there. First to it, close towards the boundary line, slapped it towards the boundary, and did so under great pressure from Cross, who took out two opponents on the way through. So we'll throw it in right next to the right-hand point post. 20 seconds remaining in the quarter. Back in the play. Cross slapped it in board. Adat there. Audley lays the tackle. The umpire's going to call for a ball up. That should be enough to chew up the cock, we would think. We've got about nine seconds remaining. Ball will be thrown up in the air. Cross slaps it back. Blackburn knocked it away. Over the head is Adat. And there's the siren and that will be quarter time here on vwflradio.com in the cottons vwfl pre- premier division preliminary final it's a mouthful <laughs> and at the moment it's sitting at four straight 24 to uh 139 i i guess the frustration from last week coming back to haunt similar shots on goal but inaccurate kicking. Absolutely. You've really got to take your chances, especially against
2: quality sides. Sort of top four in the Premier Division, it's really important that you you convert every time you get it up into your 50. Um, And Diamond Creek are just too good. You can't let them
1: sort of have the ball up their end for too long. Otherwise, the result's going to be what it is now. And and one of the interesting things that uh, I'm seeing as well... That when you look at it, it's the half-forward line at the moment for the Muggers. It's just not quite standing up. And on that, it's hampering the delivery to the likes of Byrne and sometimes White and sometimes McIntosh deep in the forward line. Yeah,
2: absolutely. We're good in the middle. Um, we've cleared the football a couple of times and, and stoppages around the grounds. We can get the football back up our end. Um, but we're just struggling across that half-forward 50 to get the ball over the top to the likes of, of Yoda, Lauren Burns, and and, Ali. Um, and But the defenders for Diamond Creek are, are too good and cutting us off at at every point so it's a credit
1: to them we'll take this opportunity to take a break here on vwflradio.com it's a 15 point lead to diamond creek at quarter time
0: this is the 2014 cotton's vwfl final series
1: and a very good afternoon, and welcome back here to Shepley Oval in Dandenong here for the uh, Cottons VWFL Final Series Premier Division Preliminary Final, where Diamond Creek 2 straight 24 lead Melbourne Uni 1 3 9 after an intense uh, 25 minutes of uh, footy. And uh, I, I guess it was predicted all along, I'm not quite sure on the scoreboard, but at least uh, out there in the field, Diamond Creek's intensity from the word go.
2: Yeah, absolutely. We knew they would come out hard. Um, I mean, both teams have had the same amount of scoring shots and, and it's still 15 points a difference. So it shows that you have to sort of make sure you convert um, because otherwise you'll pay against good sides. They're accurate, um, get the ball up there, move the ball down there well and then um, convert
1: and their are four goals zip because of it as uh, we wait for the crowd to clear we just remind everyone we'll be on air from 9.30am tomorrow morning, it's an early start for three grand finals in a row Division 5, Sleeper versus versus uh, Kew Division 4, Montmorency versus uh, Golden Point and in Division 3, Vale versus uh, Whitehorse, and uh, you probably watched a couple of Division 5 games, how have you actually found that standard, what is essentially the development competition?
2: Yeah, it's an excellent initiative by AFL Victoria and, and what was the VWFL um, sort of management to, to get that up and going. So it's a great standard
1: of football and it, it's doing exactly what it needs to do develop women um, yep. in football. And of course we'll have that game on radio and on video stream on vwfl.com.au tomorrow morning as uh, the ball is taken away on centre wing to start us in the second turn by Nicole Paul. Puts it towards the half forward play position. Was trying to find Gretch. Getting the score. Got the hand pass out. Stolen by Adat, Win the cross direction. Oh it's was an awkward looking bounce. Trying to run onto it there. was uh, Looks like I think it was Smith out there. She's lurking around. Lays on a tackle. Caitlin Smith drags the player over the boundary line and we'll call for a ball up and well, the first term almost second term almost starting the way the first term did. Yeah, quick ball movement
2: by Diamond Creek to get it all the way down to the danger zone so um, they've started well the second half
1: second quarter, sorry, um, and I don't expect them to drop off. Cross wins the tap, down the throat of Ali Blackburn dispossessed, Carney is in there spun around, trying to put the advantage of Spark Nicole Paul came out to meet her, picked up by Poundy, got ran into the ground, dispossessed to the footy, Kerricks there as well, at hard a tackle, and the ball goes over the boundary line and out of bounds so we'll have to throw in 35 meters out from the Diamond Creek goal attacking the northern end
2: They've one. built a wall out here on the 50. They've got three loose players, so dangerous If even if we
1: win the footy and get it out, they can rebound it back in. Got to be smart with it, and as we speak, it was stolen away there by Chochi. An awkward-looking left-foot kick, only went as far as Spark. He tried to send it back from once it came, and uh, ran over the top of it. In comes Ashmore. Barton is there as well, tries to take it out of her hands, and the up calls for a ball up. So I guess it's one of those things, if you do win the footy, you still got to be smart with it.
2: Yeah, absolutely, and you've got to try and get it over the top of their wall because they've got a couple of players just stationed in the middle behind the
1: pack and um, are getting the football back really easily. Off-half-back, flank Blackburn's kick ricocheted off a player and went over the boundary line and out of bounds for a throw-in. So between center wing and half forward flank for Diamond Creek, the ball is back in the play. Ernst wins the contest, taken away by O'Brien, boundary side. Kicks it now back in port towards the half forward flank position. Red best there by the player in Diana Haynes. And his kick only went as far as the middle of the ground, picked off by Alicia Eva, who pops it long and high. Anderson had it. The original behind by Hetherington. It was Sharkwell by Gogos, who had a flying shot at goal. And it's away to the right for a minor score. 1 4 10, Melbourne Uni. Diamond Creek, 4 straight, 24. 2 minutes 20 gone in the second term, they've got quarter one here, I'm quite sure it's the second quarter yeah. <laughs> they might get it right soon as the uh, little chip in from full back by Hetherington, round one way then round the other, and then kick towards the outer side, through a few sets of hands, uh, there might be Corian out there's taken it, and uh, she's just looking around for some options in fact it, uh, it's Kirby Hicks who goes further up the line to Shea Audley, Audley gives off by hand Running around there is Dylan who got mown down. The umpire said too high against Ali Blackburn and Charlotte Dylan as the resulting free kick. Blackburn not happy, hands on hips. And a chance for Dylan. Uh, 40 metres out from defensive goal to set something up, play is mainly towards the centre or towards the outer side and she works it out towards the other end of direction who came out a long way from home, bumped off an opponent if you don't mind, Alicia Eva tries to go in there, Gogos was out there as well ball popped out only as far as champion who tried to move it by hand quickly, Tanya Ernst moved onto it quickly, chipped it and then had to go chase up her own ball, McIntosh got bumped off of it, going in over the top is scratch close towards the boundary line and the umpire says it's all locked up, we will call for a ball up on centre wing Sting now being taken out of the term So We throw it up in the air, out of side Spark wins it, Audley Bumps Alicia Eva off the ball And uh, ever the serial pest Shay Audley is appealing for
0: deliberate
1: It would have been a pretty Rich call if they had have followed her Followed her request Particularly in the second term. You can appeal to the umpire in the final term. I think the second term the umpires look at you going, Really? Absolutely. Really? As <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's thrown back in and uh, you hit the pack and straight to ground. And all wrapped up, we'll call for another ball up on the centre wing on the outer side. As we throw it up in the air again and trying to run onto it, there is oh, Pound who burst through the pack, took a bounce the ball nearly got away from her, shrugged off another opponent, took another bounce, Trotchy on her hammer put her on the left boot in the Stevenson direction went through her hands, running out the back as Moorcroft got upended, putting her head over the ball there is Burns, stripped out of her hand on the ground, who's first to get rid of it, the umpire from a far distance has come in the umpire 50 metres away, looking direct on, has blown the whistle for in the back, and Gemma Anderson's going to be having a shot on goal, 15 metres out in a slight angle. Good vision for him to to see that from that far away so good effort good
2: call we'll take it right in front
1: <laughs> i don't think you'd hand it back just quietly absolutely not five minute mark first of uh, the second term to bring it back to eight points the difference Gemma anderson looking for her second flat low woodwork oh dear
2: those are the ones the unlucky ones that you need to get when you're playing a team like dimo that are so accurate
1: stuff like that can kill you, it's 1-5-11 to 4 straight 24, I think Jason Vustle calls them the coach killers <laughs> as, as the kick is long, off the hands there, oh there oh, hecks Hicks, and just wrapped up the opponent, Gio Eddie. gone, oh, that was a brick wall great work by Maddie Carrick there, really good effort absolutely stopped Tanya Ernst in her tracks, Ernst was going for a Sunday stroll and didn't see what was coming there's Blackburn who got it on the right boot Burns and behind, went over through her hands, couldn't control it, Moorcroft was there as well, hurry little kick out of the Pack is by Gogos and it's away to the right hand side. Minus score 1 6 12. Melbourne Uni they lead. they trail by two straight goals. Four straight 24. Diamond Creek. Four scoring shots to seven but it's Dymo with the lead. Yeah, can't convert at the moment. Six-minute mark, second term, long kick in. Spark goes crashing the pack. Stevenson had it, knocked out of her hands. Shea Audley was over the top. Ball popped out there, only as far as Corrigan. Corrigan put it on the right. Went and set a foot race out there on the centre wing between uh, Smith and Ibrahim, and the ball will go over the boundary line and out of bounds. Mentioned how Anna Ibrahim got the nickname Schmouse.
2: I actually don't know. I used to play against her as a youth girl, but I'm actually not sure how Schmouse came about. But but on team sheets, I have no idea who Hannah Ibrahim is when I look at it. So
1: <laughs> it's Schmouse to us. And on the left foot there is Kerrick. And goes in the long direction of Anderson, straight through her hands, close towards the boundary line. Little kick out there. They're calling for deliberate. It's out of bounds on the fall. And that means it'll be a free kick to uh, Diamond Creek. Yes, it was interesting when Laura Corrigan was playing for Ireland versus the USA Liberty after the Diamond Creek Melbourne uni game. They said some of the Diamond Creek girls went to call, call out and go, Go Irish. And then they all looked at each other and realised, What is her name? <laughs> they would be
2: supporting the whole team
1: as well. So, <laughs> uh, As the kick is long towards the direction of Blackburn who came off her hands, Gretch tried to put an instrument and kick towards Ernst there was a spark on hand and knees hand pass to Eva who popped it in long towards the forward line over the head there, Hetherington in defence for Diamond Creek, keeps it alive McIntosh is lurking around, she almost kept it in play but it went through for a minor score. 1-7-13, Melbourne Uni, Diamond Creek, four straight 24. And you've just got a feeling the momentum's turning the muggers' way, just not reflecting on the scoreboard. Absolutely. momentum
2: shifting, and we're keeping the ball in our 50, doing really well with forward defensive pressure, but just can't convert at
1: the moment. Long kick from full-back through the hands of several players there, including one of them uh, was... Uh, Kirby went out to White, one foot kick. Here comes Burns, straight through her hands, couldn't hang on to it. Carney is there as well, stripped of the ball. In goes Moorcroft, hands and knees. Burns tries to roll her over. McAvoy tries to land a tackle on Audley, who got the hair pass away in time. Left boot kick, Attard and Paul. Paul brought the ball to ground. There is O'Brien, she went over the top, it popped out to Pound. Interesting haircut, going across to Stevenson, ripped off the ball. Umpire calls play on. Audley kicked it forward, trying to find the cold, Paul can't pick it off the ground. Lawrence back, the former volleyballer, did. Only got as far as Melissa Bibby. She's all wrapped up. She's going nowhere. And the umpire calls for a ball up right in front of our commentary position.
2: Kato's done really well around the stoppages. She's getting to most contests, so really good effort. Um,
1: And he's peeling off her player a little bit, but but confidently doing so. Paul tapped it down. Anderson was dispossessed by Barton to Ernst, who quickly got it to Corrigan. Corrigan goes to almost a pagan's peg inside the forward 50 as Cross chips it forward. Only as far there as Nicole Paul in the half-forward flank. Overran it. Waiting for it is pound will receive but dropped the ball had to pick it up again over the top of her this corrigan the umpire comes in and says uh, i might just go for a ball up here so between center wing and half forward flank for diamond creek attacking the northern end left of your radio dial there was spark who brought it to ground tackle laid on by champion who rode her opponent into the ground and the umpire resultantly says in the back and uh Gemma anderson picks it up not much of it and gets on the right boot goes towards a uh, true centre-half back. Receiving there is Kaluzi. Goes towards the Ibrahim direction. Ibrahim versus Adard in the foot race. Ibrahim's got about a metre on her. Goes for a run. Puts it on the right boot. Delivers in towards the forward line. Awkward looking bounce. But uh, they've got plenty of numbers out there, Diamond Creek. And the hand pass going to Adard. Eva comes out after her. Nearly knocked off the ball. Adard gets it. Eva wraps her up. Got the hand pass out. The cavalry arrives in McAvoy. McAvoy went left and right. Hand pass across to Ibrahim. Ibrahim on the right. Going up towards the half forward flank position. From behind there was Haynes had to go back get it again got it up the line hair pass over the top to Attard who found space Attard goes towards the half-forward play position two-on-one against Gretsch Gretsch got knocked over picking it up there is Ashmore gets on the right silky smooth skills goes in towards the middle of the ground pinpoints white between two players picking out a needle in a haystack and then she gets on the right goes inside the forward line that's where it's breaking down tackle laid on by the captain and Emma Carney and the umpire calls for the ball up Just a brilliant kick there by Ashley. I thought it was dangerous her trying to find a white, but just picked her out
2: beautifully. Absolutely, and really good work to to win that contest over on their
1: 50-metre line. Um, Really tough contest that she popped out of. And trying to move it there is Tanya Ernst. Hurried little kick out there by Audley to try and gain some metres. She's actually lurking nearby. Hetherington watching on, and the umpire says it's all wrapped up. We'll call for a bounce right on the edge of the centre square. Near centre half forward for Melbourne Uni attacking the southern end the right of your radio dial trying to uh, pick it up there and weaving through is Barton Barton got on the right put it out towards the wing position got to be good with her kick she is but it's Adard who's been owning that wing out there, who gets on the right. Whoop, kicked in the play on the mark there in Kaluzi It's been a bit of a problem that we've seen this season. Ch- Ch- Chochi is quick to it, though. Grotted right across to Breyer. We're back by hand. Here's the hurry, kicking towards the forward line. One bounce got away from cross. Gretsch is in the forward pocket. Gretsch gets on the right. Tries to dribble it through. It's away to the left. And it's a minor score. 4 one the first blemish on the board for the Creekers. They lead Melbourne UD 1-7-13. 11 and a half minutes gone, nearly at the halfway mark of the second quarter. So the kick from full-back, this is long towards the half-back flank on the outer side of the ground, came off hands, sent back from whence it came, Cross came out to meet it, bounced off her chest, picked up by Ibrahim, hands to O'Brien, O'Brien gets on the right, going towards the half-back flank position, coming out to take it though, and meet it smartly is Laura Corrigan, who went left and went right, went towards the one-on-one, Cross wrestling in the goal square, the umpire says holding it, it's going the way of Melbourne Uni and the cricket supporters not happy with it.
2: I don't think I'd be happy with that either. I thought it was a good contest down there.
1: So Melbourne Uni, a chance to clear off the fence. Oh dear, Audley's just picked that off as it was heading in the pound direction. This will trouble Audley the distance, so she'll be looking for an option. She glances to the pocket and then glances to the goal square. Then decides to go up the line, looking for cross. Two-on-one, one 2, she got it, she has. Cross has paid it and given Ibrahim a shove afterwards, saying so get out of my face. So Cross will be looking for goal number three and she'll be lining up on a very tight angle, but kicking from only about 15 metres out. You would suggest shouldn't have a problem, but we've seen them being missed at the other end. Cross comes in to put it out to 18 points, the difference. On the left, it looks good and it is. Great kick by her. Stacy Cross getting three goals. And uh, two-on-one, but just the the power, when it was just delivered perfectly to her coming down the line, put the big mitts up two bites, pulled it in. Absolutely, and to convert,
2: really important again. um, They're dominating up forward when they've got the footy, so um, that's the difference at the moment, just being able to convert with less scoring shots. Um, Really good effort to be this far in front.
1: And as we speak, Ashby coming back out onto the ground for Melbourne Uni and straight into defence.
2: Yeah, swap for Luca Luzzi, She just came off out of the same spot, so maybe just sending a little bit more strength down there to
1: try and help out. Get the ball back up our end. The goal, Paul, is there as well. Knocked over the head there of Carney and trying to go in there and extract it. There was Barton. Did well. Got it across to Shea Audley who put it out in towards the direction there of Caitlin Smith. Smith going in the cross direction. Here she comes again. Cross put up the big hands, pulled it in, gets hardly on the left. Is that the smartest option? I don't think so. When you're a forward and you're 30 out, you've got to have a shot. She's put it into all kinds of trouble as Williams goes in there and the umpire blows the whistle and calls for a ball up. It's one thing I don't get. I've seen it in women's and in men's footy. Forward's designated forwards the 30 metres out from goal passing when normally that should be your zone for kicking
2: yeah absolutely I think they're trying to do the team thing and straighten it up and get it into the corridor but sometimes especially in, in finals when every goal is so valuable you just have a shot if it's in your range
1: Melbourne Uni cleared it out towards the centre wing position and making a contest of it is McAvoy but the numbers are all back there with the Creakers and the hurry kick there was only as far as Gogos who was under pressure from Bayer but brought Gogos to ground Gogos is still scrapping hard for the footy the umpire said she had no prior opportunity and he's going to call for a ball up and we'll have one out there on the uh, wing up in the air once again we go Ernst crashed the pack hit the ball on the ground Adar tried to get in there stripped out of her hands quick little one off there from Eva to Carney Carney kept it in front of herself but she's hustled over the boundary line and out of bounds and we'll have a throw in last player seeing her over was Diana Haynes It is 31 to 13, 18 point lead to Diamond Creek, 15 minutes gone, second term. Out of side and it will be a contest of Ernst versus Stephenson. Ball fell short of it and looks like the Rovers almost had to do the uh, ruck work. And uh, Aldi gives away a kick for uh, too high and I think gave the umpire some good directions afterwards as they're just trying to calm the play down, the Muggers. And here's the kick by Carney, the captain who got pushed over after the kick. That'll be downfield. It was stupid, stupid play there. And I'll just see if I can put the, uh, I think it might have been Audley He might have done that. Or Haynes. It was stupid play because Kanye kicked the ball and she just got shoved over afterwards. And I think they're thinking they could get away with that in the two-umpire system, but in the three-umpire system, the umpire off the ball is watching what happens late.
2: Eyes everywhere, and just generally speaking, it's it's um, sort of not a good look. And, ah. and now it's, it's resulted in a goal. So undisciplined, and a, a coach wouldn't be happy. The downfield free kick from 50 metres out, Do we
1: even say the name? We'll save it. We'll save her. (laughs) The player who last week kicked it from 45 out on the boundary line, both once with a set shot and once with a snap, and this time 50 meters out saying, I'll just kick it from 50, no sweat. Yeah, no
2: worries. It's an emotional game, so you can't give players like that the opportunity at 50, otherwise
1: they, they do damage on the scoreboard. I'll say the name, Ali Blackburn. It'll be interesting to see what happens from here on because sometimes with players like that, you give them one goal, the confidence is up and they get the roll
2: on. Absolutely, and especially players like Ali, She'll um, she'll have a crack and, and have a shot from anywhere and she's really dangerous, so you don't want her on fire as an opposition coach or, or player. Spark
1: trying to get across to Gogos who tried to get a clearing kick, got stripped of her and the ball got taken out of her hands. Another tackle laid on there, but it's outfall in the hands of Blackburn again who goes in the Burns' direction. Whatever her head, Morkoff had hands on the football. Will she try and rush? it through no she tries to keep it in and she slaps it through for a point no deliberate call there so uh, that moves the score to 2.820 Melbourne Uni they trail by 11 points Diamond Creek 5-131, 17 minutes gone, second term as I think it'll be Heatherington to bring the ball back in the play deep in defense Hicks making the break for her goes in that direction Hicks in the middle of the pack brought the ball to ground, wasn't clean Audley went in there, hand pass knocked away, Ernst over the top of Anderson they call for it in the back, umpire says no going over the top again and the umpire calls for a ball up in the middle of that was Kiara Whites for Diamond Creek the umpire says we'll have a ball up on centre half forward for Melbourne Uni Going there is Ernst, trying to hold it up there is Kirsty Lamb, uh, stopping Blackburn from getting away. Gogos gets in there, and the umpire says it's all packed in tight. You've got about eight players around the footy, and we call for a ball up. So 11 points the difference. Diamond Creek leading Melbourne Uni at the 18-minute mark of the second term. Up in the air again, Blackburn tries to get a hurry kick out of the pack, goes in towards the fourth pocket. Now Hetherington's got space, but the ball is just bouncing away from her. Did an interesting hook turn... It went over the boundary line and out of bounds. It was an interesting one. It was heading in the Hetherington direction and then it just did a leg break and just went away Diverted from it. off. Yeah, still a good result for us though and I, I think Ali's sort of switched on and on fire now so she might be really dangerous for the, the back line down there. Peter Holden with you in commentary on special comments. The Melbourne Uni Muggers Division 1 coach and Laura Kane joins us as it's quickly taken out of the pack there by Gogos. Go with the hair pass next to the boundary line. There's one done argue over the top to Burns. who was way over her head. Kiara White got knocked off the footy. Going in there is Shay Audley. Late He's on the tackle. Blackburn all wrapped up. The umpire calls for a ball up. Oh, geez, it was on. They were looking for uh, Bernsey, but Bernsey is only so tall. Absolutely. She should have had a shot, I think. There's the ball up. Brought it to... brought it in towards the middle of the pack, Carney in there, so is the gold ball, and ain't going in, any- pardon me, so is uh, Williams, but it ain't going anywhere, the umpire calls for another ball up, 11 points the difference, Diamond Creek's way, deep inside the Melbourne Uni forward line, Spark, Blackburn turns through the pack and has kicked it, Shade of that goal of Sydney Swans versus Geelong in that grand, in that preliminary final at the SCG many, many years ago, and Blackburn, well she just got the space it was allowed to go straight on through really quick ball moving and they've moved her back down to sort
2: of goal square um, as opposed to in the middle so now hopefully she can do some more damage two
1: goals to ali blackburn and moves melbourne union to 3 8 26 trailing diamond creek by five points 5 1 19 and a half minutes gone in this second term so after all of that, after all the missed shots and all of missed opportunities, it's back to a five-point ball game. Absolutely, and it shows if you can sneak a couple. Um, we're, we've put enough pressure on to not let them get too far ahead, and it's now really close. Too high, and Madeline Kerrick gets the resulting free kick in the centre of the ground against Lamb, and then goes towards the half fork blank position. McIntosh tried to fly from behind, but the player in front will get the uh, resulting mark. And uh, a chance here for Diamond Creek to relieve the pressure. This is through Christina Bernardi, puts it out there to Charlotte Dillon. Yeah, right. Dillon, half back flank, out of side. Going up the line, oh it was pickpocketed there by Lauren Spark, Spark now gets on the right coming up the line, too much juice on the kick, went they had, a Kaluzi going in there as Blackburn to make the contest, knocked out of her hands, trying to bust her way through is Hetherington, kicks it in towards the middle of the ground, contest on here and it was Ashby who read it best, Ashby just went on along, booming left boot towards the hot spot, White was trying to go in the contest, but it was Red best. I think it was Hetherington back there, or pardon me, it might be um, Kirby Hicks who got it, and put it on the left, went towards the halfback flank, Ashby nearly ran onto it, overrun it, there was McAvoy, McIntosh goes in there, the C-bomb tries to pick it up, nearly stripped out of her hands by Hicks, goes over the boundary line and out of bounds. Ashby
2: did really well there to cut the footy off and get it down, down corridor way, but um, unluckily got it, had a turnover.
1: Ball back in, Spark versus Ernst brought to ground and uh, all wrapped up there. Emma Carney meat in the sandwich. And the umpire calls for the ball up. 21 minutes gone, second term, Four minutes away from halftime. Spark just shoved her opponent out of the way, then put it on the right boot, went up and down again about five metres, so no mark paid. Lambert at best off the pack, put it on the left boot, hooked it around the corner, but only as far as Ashby. Again, one of those possibly short sleeves. Didn't see the player coming. It got smothered. There's the kick, only as far as Anderson. Couldn't pick it up. Oh, maybe one in the back there against Caitlin Smith. No, said the umpire. Coming in there is Anderson. Trying to get a hand pass off there to Kerrick. Did Kerrick drop it? No, too high, said the umpire. And rushing in to say that is a free kick going the way of Madeleine Kerrick against Amelia Barton. Interesting to see uh, with Kerrick, she's just had that uh, left shoulder taped up for the last few weeks. Yeah she has, I think it's a precautionary thing. Um, She's
2: still able to have a really big impact so I think it's just just to make sure nothing goes wrong. Trying to go for
1: the pass to Eva, was picked off there by Gogos. Gogos now put it out towards the pocket, chased up her own kick, then put it back in towards the top of the goal square. Red best there by Moorcroft. And it is a Diamond Creek footy and they want to go with a switch by the look of it. Here's the long kick, putting in the direction of Caitlin Smith to run onto. Anderson's on her hammer. Got players there if she can do it on the overlap. Decides to go for the run. Puts in the direction of Saxton. Saxton versus Ashmore in the contest. Ashmore harassing Saxton. Saxton picked it up. Hair pass back there. The cover we arrived. There was Caitlin Smith. The kick was partially smothered. Saxton was all wrapped up. Dropped it under pressure from Bibby. And goes Ashmore as well. She's caught. And the umpire's there's no opportunity we'll call for a bounce so we're on center wing on the outer side of the ground here at Shipley Oval five-point lead to Diamond Creek and uh, it just shooted straight out there for Amelia Button. who's all wrapped up and the umpire says you caught you took two or three steps to run off and then you're wrapped up. And that means a free kick going the way of the Muggers. Alicia Eva breaking for a short option. O'Brien calling for it in the middle. Elects to play the line and go long towards the Spark direction. Spark one two bites the cherry. Couldn't hang on to it. Tries to pick it up again. Fighting and scrapping in hard with her is Charlotte Dillon. And the umpire calls for a ball up. The only problem with a rattleman like Spark, it's a long way down. <laughs> <laughs> sure is. <laughs> ball up, Ernst. Brought the ball to ground. In goes Kerrick can't extract it and once again we'll have another ball up, minute and a half left before the halftime siren. Who will take the lead going in at the main change? Well, could it be Melbourne Uni with a free kick to Spark by the look of it? Will she go long or will she pass? Stevenson's on at 40 out or Burns in the goal square? That's her question. Stevenson now trying to present the lead at true centre half forward. Doesn't go there. Goes to the hot spot. Here comes Yoda. Burns was straight through her hands. Couldn't hang on to it. Punched away there by Blackburn. Put it right into the middle of the pack. The ball popped out. Only as far, though, is Hetherington who received it from Lamb. Hetherington decides to go straight down the corridor foot race on Kerrick's first to it go on the left boot minute remaining before half time white parked underneath it's caught by her own player there in Blackburn and Bernardi Blackburn got past one she got past two and now she's caught holding the ball and she's gone to ground Blackburn is down and let's just hope it's something she's just a little sore and she'll roll off it but she got dumped into the turf 30 seconds remaining before halftime, she gets up a little worse for wear and to the sad reality that she gave away the free kick. 20 seconds before the halftime, Sirens, they'll probably look for the parcel down the line. They go down the line, on the left, almost near White, and just slapped in. That was an interesting decision there. Cross got it across there to Dylan. Dylan's kick along the ground. Kerrick got bumped off the footy. Ernst tries to put her head over it. Ernst kept it alive, has to go again. In there is Saxton. Got it by hand quickly as the siren sounds as Kiara White kicks it away. That is halftime here. At Shipley Oval Dandy in the Cottons VWFL Final Series, preliminary final of the Premier Division, 5-131 Diamond Creek, leading Melbourne uni on, uh, I, I trust, three goals, eight something because the scoreboard's just, <laughs> just flashed away the score from us, but we know it's a five point lead. Yeah, it was a
2: really good first half of footy, really dominant first quarter by Diamond Creek, but we we're able to chip back in the second quarter, um, and it's setting up for what will be a really good sort of 50 minutes of footy to follow.
1: Everything seemed to be going right there, particularly with the attacks into the forward lines, but if we take away the inaccurate kicking, it just seems to be at the moment, you just can't quite get it in the hands of Lauren Burns. Yeah,
2: absolutely, it's just missing her, um, and and then to sort of go to ground with Ali Blackburn, where where they're tackling really hard, so we can't crumb the football either. Um, really good defensive pressure
1: by Diamond Creek. That's that's the reason why we can't get it through. White is presenting options, but it seems to be a pun. it's central opponents just got the better of the moment, just putting in the crucial spoil at the last minute. Absolutely, and even if we
2: do get our hands on it, they're right there anyway. So the pressure is really in- immense down there, um, and it would be really hard for any forward to to combat a backline like that. So it's a it's a credit to Diamond Creek, but to sneak a few and only be within a goals. Difference going into the halftime break. It's a good result
1: for us. Indeed, it is. Just five points the difference. What's going to be Mick Sandry's uh, message going into halftime at the moment? He sides down, but uh, and it's had some inaccurate kicking but you're within five points, which is the closest you've been to Diamond Creek in a long time.
2: Yeah, absolutely. It'll be a positive message. It will just to be to keep the intensity up, make sure we make it really tricky for them to get the ball out of the middle, make sure it's not easy. And then if we do get a chance and get it down our end to convert and just try and play composed football,
1: think clearly and, and kick some goals. I hate to put you into the opposition camp for a second, but if you're Coach Grant Barton, your side's got off to a fantastic start in the first term, and this is very this is shades of last week against Durban. Great first term start, went to sleep in the second term, and that's where it was lost. If you're Grant Barton and you see your team falling asleep again, like they are at the moment, what do you do to wake them up? You send your best ball winners to the contest, but also you try and shut down
2: Melbourne Uni or, or our best ball winners. So the likes of Ali Blackburn can't keep running around the forward line like she is, and I, I know it's really hard to, to shut her down, but um, maybe send a, a really quality defender to her. Um, they're doing well to sort of cut off leads by Yoda or, or Lauren Byrne, so I'd keep that up. Um, but just make sure they've, they've got their sort of best three mids in the,
1: in the contest at all times. And, and hopefully try and win the football and get the ball back down their end. Stacey Cross has been taken out of the, uh, the game in the last 15 minutes. She's been damaging for Diamond Creek with three goals.
2: Yeah, she has. There's a couple of them that are still have the potential. There's still a half a football left. So um, we can we can slowly try and get her out of the game um, just by making sure we have a solid defender on her. But they've got a couple of other players that even if she's out uh,
1: are completely capable of, of scoring a couple of goals as well. Uh, So we have a look, Brittany Gretsch as well, one goal. She's had a bit of the football, Gretsch, but she hasn't been as damaging as she's been in the past.
2: Yeah, really dominant first quarter, I still thought. She was really good and had her hands on the football um, quite a few times in the first 10 to 15 minutes, but then dropped off a little bit. Um, It's probably just a hard football to win out there. There's really quality players, and and the 36 that
1: are on the field are all extremely capable, so it would be hard for anyone to win the football. If you do have a look at the Diamond Creek side, they do have some quality tools. When you look at Corrigan here, and Hicks, for example.
2: Yeah, absolutely, and that's really hard to combat. We have Sparky, um, Lou Stevens, but still we rely on them as forward targets as well. So um, we're, we're sort of a very small midfield um, flank line, far, far forward flank. Um, so that's hard to combat when you have a couple of tolls because they break the contest and,
1: and are really dominant when it when the ball's up o- overhead. For Melbourne Uni, Emma Carney seems to be coming into her own during this finals campaign.
2: Yeah, absolutely. She's an. Amazing player, and she's been an amazing club captain this year. Um, and, and she rises to the occasion, especially when the pressure's on. So she's probably learnt a lot from her cricket days um, that she she still plays, actually. Um, but but yeah, really really good leader, and stays calm and composed to,
1: to lead the way. And sometimes some older heads do uh, help calm things down a bit. Like as we said with Ashby, when she took the ball in the middle of the ground, no messing around. Left boot, pump it as long as you can into the danger spot. That's 40 metres out directly in front. Absolutely, really
2: smart decision to get the football straight to the corridor um, like you said, in the danger zone it, that's that comes with experience and, and staying calm in finals and pressure games, so you can't really
1: teach that you just have to experience it and, and implement it when you get a chance. Go Goss was starting to work her way into the game uh, in particular late in the second term as we said, she, she'd she been damaging the last few weeks but seemed to start off very quiet.
2: Yeah, she has, I mean she came back from injury and was really good, um, on had her immediate return, but today... I don't know who her opposition player is, but um they, they seem she's taken out of the game a little bit so hopefully she can step up for the second half, but otherwise she's a wonderful player as well, so she's really capable and, and can
1: do damage to the scoreboard. So we'll just repeat those goal kickers for those at home. For Diamond Creek, three to Stacey Cross. Singles to Lamb and Gretsch for Melbourne Uni. It's three to Bl- it's two to Blackburn and one to Gemma Anderson. We'll take this opportunity to take a break at halftime. And when we return, we'll have the second half. We'll kick off with a third term here in the Premier Division preliminary final, where currently Diamond Creek lead Melbourne Uni by five points. This is
0: the 2014 Cotton's VWFL final series.
1: And welcome back to Shepley Oval in Dandenong, the uh, former home ground of the VFA team that was known as the Dandenong Redlegs, who of course uh, folded back uh, in the uh, mid-90s. And of course, uh, it's the home now to the TAC Cup side, the Dandenong Stingrays. While the umpire holds the ball aloft and we are underway for the third term here on VWFLradio.com. It is Melbourne Union Diamond Creek, 5 131 Diamond Creek, Melbourne Uni 3-8-26. out of the pack for Diamond Creek towards their true center fourth position. But backing back there at centre-half-back is Hannah Ibrahim. Shmoush, she's got it. She looks around, she gets on the right, goes towards the broadcast side, half-back flank. Chachi reads best. Nelly the best, helicopter whack across the chops from White. Put it on the right, but it was a forward line, Gretsch found space. And Grinch takes it. Hair pass off to Chotchi who kept on running. Chotchi near the boundary line. Flat low pump towards the top of the square. Really didn't do anyone any favours. They're trying to go for the kick along the ground. Going back. Hang it up. It's White! Right. Oh, my goodness. Quarters one, two and three, virtually starting
2: similar. Excellent start by Diamond Creek there. Um, our defenders were asleep, I think, for that, that little piece of play and, and didn't man up and they had someone free in the goal square to have a quick snap.
1: Ouch, that's got to hurt. And 6-1-37, Diamond Creek. They now lead by 11 points, but into the third term. 3-8-26, Melbourne Uni. The winner plays Darabin. Next Sunday, at Coburg City Oval, 2.30 p.m and of course that'll be live on vwflradio.com for the radio broadcast and you can see the vision also live with a live stream on vwfl.com.au and of course that stream will be put up as a replay throughout uh, well forever, as long as it's online you can watch it. Absolutely
2: and um, Mix just made the move to get Ash By back on the ground straight to Brittany Gresh so I think he,
1: he realised that that worked last quarter and hopefully she can shut her down and Ash is just starting to get into the Gresh as well, just letting her you know, yeah I'm here I'm with you, <laughs> as the ball is up, it's Back versus Corrigan. Gogos had it. She was caught straight away by uh, Audley. Got the little hand pass out. Didn't go too far. Craig is footy. Put it on the right boot towards Chachi. Took it in front of Brook White. Chachi now gets on the right. Puts it out towards the pocket. The cold pole was streaming forward, it. Cross comes out to meet it. No, it was picked up by White. White got on the left. It's Dribbly. It's Dribbly. It's Dribbly. It's a goal. <laughs> Dying yeah, Craig on, on fire. It was an interesting little predicament, was it, because Nicole Paul is normally defenders run forward and you're looking going, is Paul gonna pick it up? Is Cross gonna pick it up? And, and you know, and you're normally thinking the the um, normally the designated forward would pick it up, but she's just blocked the way for Paul to run onto it. Let the defender have a go. First of all, I'm shot the defenders kicked a goal. That's <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I heckle as being a forward pocket in my career, but um <laughs> Patton how moves it on to 7-143. Melbourne Uni 3826. I'm in shock because we normally think Melbourne Uni's the fast running side, but it's Diamond Creek. Yeah, moving the ball really
2: well and coming out hard each quarter. They've done it, and um, that's why they've they've had their noses in front all day.
1: Ball up in the middle. Corrigan beats out Spark. Corrigan tried to slap it forward with two fists, picked up by Bernardi who got run into the ground there by Gogos. She got rid of the kick to Audley. Audley kicked it up the line again to Chochi, who's been damaging at centre half forward. Got it across to Adar, who nearly got run down by Eva. Put it in towards Cross, but it was at her feet, had to kick it off the ground. Only went as far as Ash. Got slapped out of her hands there by Gretsch. Ball bobbling around. Little hurry kick off the ground was smart enough because it end up finding Kerrick. Kerrick now on the left, getting towards the player who did the uh, smothering work there in Saxton. Saxton keeps it alive and sees the ball go over the boundary line and out of bounds.
2: Quite a few smothers today. Desperate desperation by both teams to just not let the ball go past them.
1: Ball to be thrown in 55 metres out from goal by getting stuck into Gretsch. I think they're doing more than exchanging phone numbers as the ball is to be thrown back in. Spark versus uh, Corrigan who brought the ball to ground. Oh, she nearly slapped Ashmore on the way through. And Corrigan busted her way through. And she puts it on the right boot, close towards the boundary line. It stays in for Cross. Cross picks it up, got a struggle for the opponent. Air pass to Bayer. It opens up the Buyer. And snap on goals away to the right. She had the clear vision but couldn't put boot to ball correctly. 7-2-44 Diamond Creek, Melbourne Uni 3-8-26.
2: If my memory serves me, uh, Laura Corrigan was actually a, originally a mugger, so
1: we've we'll let one slip through, I think. So some hisses and boos from the mugger's <laughs> <laughs> as he goes by. Traitor! <laughs> as it's picked up by there by um, Chochi, received it from Saxton, who kicks towards Bayer, who takes a mark. They're on fire early, the Creekers, across to Lamb. Lamb's kick is smothered there by Ashmore, trying to go in there as White, couldn't do so. Ball is on the ground, because thro- being dumped there was Kiara White, picked up by Blackburn, put in the mat- McIntosh direction. First to it is going to be Bernardi who picks it up, turns McIntosh inside out, gets on the right boot, goes towards the half forward flank, now half back flank because Spark parked herself underneath it and read it best and Spark now going towards Pound, takes it. She's uh, on the center wing, out of side of the ground. Pound takes on the play on the mark, sells the candy, gets around her, gets on the right boot, going up the line, good for can't either. with the hair pass to Eva who's was running through. No one's spotted her. 50 metres out from goal. Goes in the direction of Burns. Too much juice on the kick. And it went over her head. Jeez, it's got to be frustration for Burnji. She's, pre- she's been presenting, but the kicks just haven't been spot on to her.
2: Yeah, just over her head, just. So she's presenting in the right positions,
1: but just can't get her hands on it. So we wait for the ball to be thrown back into play. Corrigan brought the ball to ground. Close towards the boundary line. McIntosh kept it in. Back towards Stevenson. Went through her hands. Blackburn got rid of it. Was claimed she was held but out the umpire didn't bite. Audley laid on the tackle. Picked up by Blackburn. Who ran into one. Ran into two. Got a hand pass away to Sian Wilson. Wilson had to go back by hand. Got it a pound. Pound went towards the pocket, and a mark taken. And just so I can squat. Go go, I think. Yep. Go Gos is out there. She's. Going for the short pass, Burns oh, short of her. And it was picked off there by Shay Audley. And she has it in the back pocket for Diamond Creek. Try and relieve the pressure. Burns runs at her. Audley kicks it long. O'Brien crashed the pack. Ball the ground, 65 out from the Muggers goal. Hailing a cab in there is Chochi And the umpire says uh, it's going nowhere. Kerrick on the bottom of the pack. 44 plays, 26, Diamond Creek leading Melbourne Uni. Ball up and uh, all wrapped up again. Amelia Barden laying on the tackle. And we'll have another ball up. Up in the air it goes again. Spark, Kerrick on the left, where she was being spun around. Put it in the hot spot. Blackburn overran it. In goes even. The umpire says, being held without the ball. And uh, that means lining up for goal. In fact, it might be Emma Carney, I think. It is, the captain. Directly in front. And she looks to just wind up quickly from 50 metres out from goal. Goes towards the top of the square. Spark was there. Burns had it. Got bumped off the ball. And the kick is away to the right. That's a minor score. 3-9-27. Melbourne Uni 7-2. 44 Diamond Creek. So we'll wait for it to come in from full back at the northern end of the ground. And... Eddington just chips to herself, goes for a little jog. Gets on the right and going long in the Attard direction over the head of Kirby kicks And the mark was taken by Kerrick who got on the left, tries to center the footy, and not a bad mark, and it's Allie Blackburn. And uh, she's one of the few players in the competition that takes a mark from 45 out. We can say it's in her range. Absolutely. Off a step. So Allie Blackburn will be kicking from directly in front. She needs to see if she can slot it through. Actually, buys being heckled by the crowd. Getting a bit colourful out there as in comes Blackburn. Will be kicking from, I would suggest, 48 metres out outside so the paint she comes, boots a ball it's low, it's flat, it's away to the left and uh, in front posse there over around the footy, mad scramble on there in the goal square, Krieg is trying to kick it away, now put it in the hot spot 30 from defensive goal, trying to pick it up there and spin around there, Diana Haynes Haynes kicked to Chocci who had to take it with Tarek coming at her full steam, Chochi takes it, calls players to come towards her hesitant to the right, look left then uh, went the other direction works out okay, yeah, Heddington can take the mark in front of Blackburn in defensive 50 still. Gets on the left. It's a nasty hook. Here comes Corrigan. Good mark up against McIntosh. Took it. Wanted to get up and go quickly. Thought the better of it. Now runs around McIntosh. Puts it on her right. High. Wide underneath it. Here comes By- oh, here comes uh, Gretsch. Ball Br- brought to ground though. Attard there. Eva got the hurry little kick away. Then uh, Hetherington just popped it in long in the direction of Cross. One bounce and away from her. Over the boundary line and out of bounds. So we'll have her thrown right in front of the interchange gate. Ashby is literally not left a metre away from Brittany Crench. <laughs> it's an interesting little contest off the ball as the umpire arches her back and throws it back into play. Spark from Posse, rogue there by Chachi. Chachi on the right boot, it's nearly down the throat there. Across, dropped it. Here comes Chachi. No one's watching her. Picked up by Carrick though. and past to Eva. Eva got mown down. Dropped it. There's Gretch. Gretch to Chachi. Chachi against the boundary line. Oh no way! No way! <laughs> Chachi, 30 metres out, has dribbled it through. Amazing goal. I I honestly don't know what was better the Blackburn goal last week or Chochi's effort it it bounced three or four times but she knew what she was doing and it bounced correctly absolutely absolutely great ball
2: drop and and dribbled it through so I think they're on par for two excellent goals of this final
1: series that that is incredible there by Chochi and I think we called it after the original kick forward she ran forward and whoever's supposed to be Matching up with Chochi is still allowing her to run forward and not go with her.
2: Absolutely, and even the clearance across half forward is way
1: too easy. Um she's a quality midfielder though, so you can't stop players like that. 8250 Diamond Creek Melbourne Uni 3927. Ball is all trapped in the middle of the ground, laying on the tackle on uh Ernst was Carney and the upper asked for the footy back. We'll throw the ball up in the air again and away we go. Ernst brought it to ground. Blackburn just hacked it out of the air. Umpire says in danger because uh, I think Lamb was trying to put her hands on the ball at the time. Umpire brings around behind the player on
2: the mark. I've really liked all these umpires. They've controlled the game really well and have made really fair, good
1: calls. Back short to Hetherington. Getting the ticks in the book just in case they got the Division 1 Grand Final next <laughs> week. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like them today. might not be every week. <laughs> Amelia Barton puts it in the direction of Cross. Came off her hands. There's Cross who spun around. Got on the left. Tried to square it up. 30 metres out from goal over the head of Amelia Barton. Uh, at Bernardi, pardon me, and in the hands there of Pound, Pound, put it out towards the wing position, put it out towards back flank for uh, Bibby to run onto wanted to go by hands to Blackburn, was cut off by Lisa Williams, Williams goes towards the pocket, Bernardi takes the mark Then Christina Bernardi will be lining up on goal, tight angle a couple metres in from the boundary line, 35 metres out, looks to give up the hand pass goes the short little kick and it works out okay, she spots up her teammate and we'll just see who that is might be Lamb there. We'll find out in a moment's time. Always the commentators curse when they turn their back away from you. Her kick on goal anyway won't register. It is out of bounds on the form. I wonder why she wanted to hide her number. It was White. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll wait for the kick in from full back from Brooke White. Two Whites, should I say. One with a Y, one with an I. <laughs> out there today is the kick across the face. A goal is dangerous. Oh, no. And Goring's going to lose it. And Gretsch. when you cross you've got to be good absolutely, too dangerous to do that if you don't have an open target well, we'll have the throw in in the uh, pocket, just a couple of metres around from the left hand point post it's going to be cross versus Spark, Spark to Barton who tried to get a hurried kick away taken out of her hands, by, put it on her left and put it out towards the uh, back pocket and the uh, outer side of the ground and just bumped off the ball there was pound by Paul in the ball over the boundary line and out of bounds. 35 metres out from goal. Halfway mark of the third term. 12 and a half minutes gone. 23 point lead to Diamond Creek. The umpire's blown it in the back and given it away to Catherine O'Brien. O'Brien, uh, one of the very few players who wears the glasses or spectacles out there playing Yeah, footy. the goggles, I think. <laughs> Shouldn't knock it. There was an Essendon player with goggles back in the 70s who kicked 100 goals. Look at life. Uh, there's a bit of useless information for you. It was picked up by Blackburn. Put on the right boot in the Anderson direction. Knocked out of her hands by Audley. Picked up off the ground. A hurried little kick towards the hot spot. Uh, coming in with a late discriminative punch there was Attard. And the umpire says, uh, you've given away a free kick. So a chance for the Muggers now there's white just looking for some options look left look right like traffic passing by then get on the right boot go to anderson and anderson takes it at center half back Oh, they're breaking down on that outer side Mark being taken by Bernardi Bernardi gets on the right Goes in the direction where spark try to make the contest A little hand pass out by Gretsch Didn't go too far Spark is fighting hard for the ball She got it out to Alicia Eva And the ball popped out Chance for the Muggers to go, go, go If they can They can't Threw a few hands But it's picked up by Eva now And put it on the left put it in towards the middle of the ground Hetherington came out Had it momentarily Lost it Picked up by uh, Giddings Trying to get a hand pass out Was stripped of it Audley waits for it and receives all there goes with a little hand pass back. Uh, Barton trying to move it up the line to Ernst. Ernst, the ball to the ground. She's got to bend over and pick it up. She does to Kirby Hicks, who put it on the left boot towards the half forward flank. Kiara White's in the middle of the pack. Anderson with, with her. Ball on the ground. White kept the feet. Put it on the left boot in the direction of Cross. It's near the boundary line. It'll be seen over in the end. Taken out by Rebecca Goring. Okay, so If you mix, Sandry, it's uh, getting to that stage. You've got to start making a few moves. What do you do?
2: Yeah, absolutely. It's a tricky one because their forwards are really dominant, but then their midfields are creating a wall that we can't really get past at the moment. Um, it's hard to, to outmatch quality
1: players. Uh, as the umpire blows the whistle after it came back in and it was at the bottom of the pack, Chocci involved there. We'll call for another ball up. In the forward line for Diamond Creek, 25 metres out from goal. Ernst was there. On the bottom of the pack, there Nicole Paul. It popped out. Chochi, Chochi on the left. Chochi on the left. Chochi on the left. Standing start, 35 metres out from goal, and uh, Chochi, who really hadn't had much of an impact in the first and second quarters, has just become damaging in this term.
2: Really stepped it up. Even the last five minutes, she's had a massive impact on the scoreboard and on the
1: game, and in the forward line, she's just dominating. 9-2-56 9-2-56 Diamond Creek Melbourne Uni 3-9-57 it's kind of funny as it, if you look at the scoreboard and you flipped it around the other way it's an even contest but uh, he's behind from earlier Those behind from earlier we'll come back to haunt us straight kicking wins footy matches as we'll have the umpire with the ball back in the middle of the ground again and we'll get underway in just a moment's time reminder for those at home we're on air for VWFLradio.com tomorrow morning at 9.30 a.m. And the video stream from 10 a.m. for the Divisions 5, 4 and 3 Grand Finals. on the, All day, through to about 4.35 o'clock in the afternoon. A long day for the commentators, I can guarantee you that. It's the ball is thrown up in the m- middle again. Ernst, rode there well by Lamb. Lamper on the right, Chocci in the two-on-one hat front. Posse Knocked out of their hands, Adda bumped off the football by McIntosh. In goes Kerrick, hard and claimed high by Lamb. The umpire says you've got to give it back, so Lamb, Eva's for a short, that's what she does, she goes in the Alicia eva direction who takes it. Eva, looking up the line, looking for someone to present, gets on the right, Spark, head. Ernst didn't get her in the backs of the umpire, Blackburn late on the tackle, in comes Lamb, had to shrug off uh, Blackburn, had to get rid of the pill, close towards the boundary line, Ormley's dumped into the ground, in goes Lamb against Blackburn, everyone's wondering where they hit the ball is. <laughs> And then they realise, oh, Audley's got it. And the umpire comes in and says, we'll call for a ball up. So, we'll have it right in front of the Diamond Creek coach's bench. Spark. A hurried hurry, little kick away for the Muggers. Dumped afterwards was Anderson. And we'll get the resulting free kick. Anderson, nothing really on for her. Has to hand pass off to Eva. Goes towards true centre half forward. Hetherington just read it best. Floated across, took the mark. Hetherington gets on the right, goes down the central corridor. Another mark taken. Weaving through traffic. Dillon down, put it on the right, coming in the direction of Lamb. Lamb couldn't control it. Lamb, oh, just bounced back into her hands, Luck's a fortune. Gets it on the left, squares it up, and it's a nice mark <laughs> taken by Bernardi. But things are going your way, they're going your way. Lucky bounce. Two on one, she lost control of it. Sparker was coming towards her and then just went away from her. Bernardi puts it on the right towards the goal square over the head of Cross. Oh, it's an oh, my goodness, will it bounce through? It bounced through! My goodness! Diamond Creek can do no wrong. 10 2, 62 to 3, 9 27. I guess you're in the coach's box, you just got to throw your hands up in the air going, what do you do? You can't combat what, that. What, Lucky what do you bounce, do? but also so much pressure to get the ball down there, and, and when you work hard, luck falls your way, I think. Well, the funny thing is the defenders were doing the right thing. One was in front of cross to block her run. One was just on the goal side of her, so she did row, but she couldn't snap. But the ball just bounced this awkward way over everybody's head. over their head. It's <laughs> If you, let me tell you folks, if you're watching this on video, you'll be shaking your head going, what do you do? What do you do? Of that Bernardi goal from 50 metres out, Shoy Audley trying to get a hair pass away, Amelia Barton is just almost moaned into the ground, a hurried little kick away towards the uh, centre half forward position, tackle laid on by Ashby, but it popped out to Shay Audley, Audley went in the cross direction, at the back was Nasi Goring, oh, cross run at best, in it comes, here's another! Diamond Creek on fire, 11.268 to 3.927. It is out now to 41 points of difference. I do have a fear for the Muggers. The floodgates are open. I think so. I mean, it's hard to, to sort of
2: stop this run and momentum and they're working really hard down the middle and down the corridor and they're just going direct to goal and they're scoring. So it's really hard as a coach, but also as a backline line to, to
1: try and combat that and stop them. Oop, nearly one player nearly <laughs> didn't go through the interchange gate correctly. i think they're getting a bit used to that. Uh, and that was uh, fire coming off the ground. And Nicole Paul coming on is Emma Champion and Lisa Williams. So quality players on, quality players off. As the umpire will have the ball back in the middle. 19 and a half minutes gone in this third term. 41 points. It's one heck of a challenge. As I used to say in the VFL's report, Melbourne if it was 41 points halfway through the final quarter. Ain't over yet. <laughs> ball, ball up in the middle of the ground, trying to charge their way through is Attard. Gave up a little hair pass, and Moan down. And the umpire says holding the ball. And I think she might have, but I hope she hadn't hit her head on the way down, but it was Amelia Barton, just didn't see the player coming up the side. She gets up yet with a sore noggin. Anderson in the direction of O'Brien. O'Brien takes the mark. Just looking forward, looking for some options on the right long and high McIntosh elected not to fly Saxton there Hetherington at the back across to Emilia Barton with a headache got the hand pass now to Adard cut off by Ashmore Ashmore goes with Atard Adard can't get it in there is Chotchi as well with Carney and the umpire calls for the ball up. So I guess in Melbourne Uni, you need one or two quick ones before three-quarter time to to light the spark again, so to speak. Absolutely. It'll be really tricky to to fight back from this anyway, but if we can get a quick goal on the board, that would be good. And a free kick going the way of Gabriella Pound. And the player's encroaching over the mark. The umpire's called play on. I'm surprised by that. As Pound gets on the right, Goes towards the uh, centre-half forward position. Picked up there by Giddings. Was caught straight away. Ball popped free. White try to run onto it. Lamb lays an attack. And the umpire says too crude, too high. And a free kick's going to be pulled out. Going in the way of Emma Carney, the captain. Now, the goal square's opening up. Hetherington's clued onto it, though, and now gone back. So, and she sells the candy, runs around the player, takes a bounce, 40 metres out from goal, hand pass to Stevenson. Stevenson with the task, hand pass it straight to a Diamond Creek opponent. Oh dear. And here's the kick, only as far though, and red best by Brooke White. White's a long way up from home, got Kerrick on in the centre, thought about it now decides to go and pop it in short to the space one two by to the cherry and the mark taken 45 meters out from goal by Ali Blackburn who went around and put it on to the top of the square Hetherington brought the ball to ground who's going to be first to try and extract it Ibrahim went to ground Stevenson is there she's hustled over the boundary line so an enthralling contest but Diamond Creek with a damaging third turn have put it out to 41 points when it was just five points at halftime, back in the play, Stephenson brought the ball to ground. Blackburn watching on the pack, ball popped out the side, little hurried hand pass weaving around his car. He ran into trouble, got dumped, and the umpire says a uh, fend off out the ball, and it will be a Diamond Creek footy, and it's going the way of Kirsty Lamb. So Lamb goes backwards. Bit of the opportunity to kill the clock, you would imagine the kick up the line flying high is White, who had three coming at her and probably will have a headache in the morning for that got the little whack across the noggin from Saxton calls the player towards her wants something gets on the right kicks in the play of the mark it's been something's been happening a lot this season for all the women's sides players getting too close to the player on the mark it's just been one of those little basics of football that needs to be worked on as it's seen over by Adard who went to ground up to getting a bump afterwards and then slipped over So we'll wait for a throw in between center wing and half forward flank for Melbourne Uni. Talk being called by Grant Barton, you can hear in the distance, saying to watch the back as the ball is in the hands of Carney. Was looking for White, couldn't get it. O'Brien tried to work her way through. Unsuccessful. There is Saxton. Going in there is Chochi. She's wrapped up by Carney. Carney tried to get a hand pass away when, well, Chochi's ankle's almost around her. Uh, And the umpire calls for a ball up. Minute and a half remaining before three-quarter time. Ernst. Blackburn received it. Put it on the right boot in towards the middle of the ground. Down near centre half forward. Picked up by Giddings who tried to get away from Kirby Hicks. Managed to move the ball forward. Stevenson's had space. Now got it across to Ibrahim and he caught one. Dropped it though. Picked up by Lamp. Lamp got on the left and got pole axed afterwards. Went in the direction of Atthard who stood strong in front of Kerrick. And that has got it. Screaming forward is Corrigan. She says, come to me. And it does, and it. it goes towards the uh, direction of Bayer. Out the back door. Here's a on Picked up by Hicks. Put on the left boot to the one-on-one. The Pagans paddock in the fourth line. Nasi Goring versus Stacey Cross. Cross turner inside out again. Couldn't quite pick up the footy. The Cavalry arrives with Alicia Eva. Eva gets on the left. It draws about five metres. It's close towards the boundary line. Goring sees it over. I guess the chance now to lock it down with a minute remaining. Yeah, try and not let them score late in the third. Ball to be thrown back in. 35 metres out from goal. O'Brien versus Cross. O'Brien, front palm. Close towards the boundary line. They're just going to look for the safety of the boundary line through Alicia Eva. And it's out 45 metres out from goal. 30 seconds remaining in the quarter before the three-quarter time break. It's all Diamond crick. They lead by 41 points. Ball back in the play. Ernst had front posse. Row best there by uh, uh, by uh, White taken out of her hands. Chochi knocked her off the ball. Going in there is Gogos. White goes with a hurry kick. One bounce still staying in. Now it's seen over as Stevenson gets a little shove over the boundary line. 15 seconds remaining before the three-quarter time. Hooter. Siren will probably beat them as we wait for the Boundary Umpire to throw it in. Boundary Umpire has dropped it so we will have the three-quarter time Siren. No shots on goal you would imagine. As thrown back in, Stevenson Erst, and there's the Siren for three-quarter time as Ashmore tries to give Audley a chap on the way through saying I don't like the attention I'm getting. And here on VWFLradio.com a little bit of push and shove. Kiara White getting involved. The tension's starting to boil over here at the moment, but I guess if the muggers are gonna show aggression it's gotta be at the footy. Absolutely.
2: The the scoreboard's doing the talking at the moment, Diamond in Creeks Way, but um we really need to, to finish off the season with pressure. It's unlikely that we'll we'll outscore them in the last, but um
1: we can still leave with dignity I guess and, and play hard footy. If you mix Andre at this stage, your side's down 11.268 to 3.927. Do you roll the dice in the first two or three minutes? Do you put on an attacking type of field? Do you even leave defense a little bit weak for the first couple of minutes and say, let's go for broken, let's see if we can get one or two early and... If it doesn't happen from there, then go into shutdown? I think so, because there's not much else you can do. It's a, it's
2: a tricky situation to be in as a coach, so um, it's unrealistic to try and go with what you've been going with for three quarters if it hasn't worked. So just to, to um,
1: try something new for the first five always, always um, sparks them up a little bit. We'll take this opportunity to take a break here on vwflradio.com. It is three-quarter time, and it's currently a 41-point lead to Diamond Creek. This is the
0: 2014 Cotton's VWFL Final Series.
1: And welcome back to Shepley Oval in Dandenong, the home, well, the former home of the VFA Redlegs, now the home of the Dandenong Sting Race in the TAC Cup, where Diamond Creek 11 269 uh, leading Melbourne Uni 3, 9, 27 41 points to difference. Laura Kane, if you're in the coaches here, what do you do for the opening minutes for Melbourne Uni in this term? I
2: think, as we discussed in the break, you just roll the dice. You've um, got to mix it up a little bit. It's a really hard lead uh, uh, deficit, sorry, to come back from, and the lead is so strong by Diamond Creek, and they don't. Look clock like slowing down, so you've just got to send your best ball winners, uh, maybe bring some, some
1: flankers up into the competition a little bit more and, and try and get it down your end. As we speak, a clearance one out there by Diamond Creek to Caitlin Smith, but only put it as far as Cecilia McIntosh, who got it back to Blackburn. Blackburn had to sell some candy, did well on the defensive side of centre wing, goes towards the centre half-forward position, through the hands there at Hetherington, who couldn't pick it up, bounced off a few, and uh, hurried a hurried little kick away by Kirby Hicks, didn't clear it though. Giddings now get a hand pass out while under pressure, ball pop out Ashby tried to run onto it she couldn't do so and Lamb is just heading for the safety at the boundary line and that's what she'll find so Lamb sees it out and we'll have a throw in pardon me it's a Kiara White in fact we'll have a throw in 55 metres out from Melbourne Uni's goal spark across to Anderson dribbled it forward Ibrahim was there misread it there was Dylan. Hand pass, Carney tried to come charging through, couldn't do so. Kirby Hicks brought close towards the boundary line, Moorcroft is there, busted her way through by being claimed by Kerrick. Anderson is all wrapped up and the umpire is going to call for a ball up. 50 metres out from goal You're on VWFLradio.com. We're on air tomorrow 9.30am along with the video stream from 10am for the Division 5's 4 and 3 Grand Finals at Coburg City Oval. Hope you can join us, or even better yet, come to Kobe City Oval. $10 entry for the Grand Finals. Division 5 kicking your first was Seaford and Q. Division 4, Montmorency versus Golden Point. Division 3, Wyndham Vale versus Whitehorse. Close towards the boundary line. All hurried hand pass in by Carney. Only as far as Kerrick, who's almost like a rugby ball, <laughs> Audley, like a pit ball. just sucked onto her and just refused to let go. So tough. And there going in is... put it down the throat there of Anderson though Melbourne Udy trying to put it in the hot spot throws the way to Alicia Eva. Eva gets on the left it dribbles there's no one home and at the last line of defence and picking it up there is Saxton who works it out towards Caitlin Smith Smith has it in the back pocket scoreboard side of the ground I guess if anything that has been the scoring side absolutely It's it's been down there all day it's in the southern end Went towards the pack. Stevenson went through her hands. Hurried hand pass out. Audley tries to go and lay a tackle. Kerrigan over the top. Couldn't extract it. And the umpire calls for a ball up once again. Oh no, Played paid out a free kick to Melbourne Uni. So here's an opportunity. There might be Edison out there who decides to go with a short kick. Here comes Blackburn who takes the mark. And Blackburn, in a range, will be kicking from about 35 metres out. It'd be interesting to hear what Mick would have said at three-quarter time. I mean, do you use the psychology of, if you look at the stats board and go, that's the scoring end, we've got the scoring end? Yeah, I think so. It's got to be a
2: positive message, and just to try and keep getting an impact on the scoreboard is always positive. So just to keep the footy in our 50, still work hard, still have intensity at the football,
1: um, you can't really ask for much more than that. Blackburn had the distance but not the accuracy. A minor score. 3 10 28, trailing by 40 points, 11 268 The kick in from fullback is short. Moorcroft now goes up the line but only as far as Ashby, who read the ball best. Ashby, left footer, decides to swing around, does so. Bit of a mongrel kick, puts it in towards the hot spot. And O'Brien is outmarked on that occasion by Saxton. And Saxton. Goes the dangerous kick to Diana Haynes. Haynes now gets on the right boot, hugging close towards the boundary line. Adart comes out and takes the mark. Laura Adard, her back flank, going up the line. Coming forward to meet it there, Charlotte Dillon. Dillon now on the right, chip chip footy at the moment, up the line. Whoop, went through a few hands. Ball hit the ground. Kerrick tried to extract it, couldn't do so. And the umpire will have no choice to call for a ball up. Four minutes gone in the final term and it is a 40-point lead to Diamond Creek up in the air Spark wins the tap uh, Chochi out there is trying to extract it there is Madeline Kerrick does so with Adard on her hammer Puts it out towards the half-forward flank, foot race on, Gogoss' first to it, receives it. Gogos shrugged off her opponent, had to go, then goes the short little chip to Lou Stevenson. Took it, the umpire said no 15 though. Gave off the little hand pass. Stevenson gets it back, gets it on the left foot. It's a snap, That's a snap that goes out of bounds. It almost hits the people having a lovely picnic out there on the hill. Be considerate. (laughs) Beautiful spot out there. (laughs) Tell you what, I should have done the same thing. I should have just had a picnic set up here. Would have been lovely on a day like today. As we wait for Saxon to bring the ball back in the play. No pardon me, Moorcroft. Deep in defence. On the right. Long, dangerous kick across the face. Through the hands of Lamb, will it go out? It does, got away, from go- got away from Pound. And we'll have a throw in. The time at the moment on the clock is the best friend of Diamond Creek. There's 20 minutes remaining in the Muggers season unless they pull something out of the bag. 40 points the difference to do a damaging third turn by the Creekers when they only led by five points at time. Pound up against the boundary line, snapped it back, O'Brien the goal square! Had it momentarily, dropped it, wasn't paid, and it was shuffled through by Moorcroft for a minor score. 3-11, 29, 11-2, And I guess if you look at it this way, six months to improve on goal kicking. Absolutely, <laughs> it's a long
2: preseason, so I think the first thing on the agenda will be goal kicking
1: as we wait for the ball to come out from full-back. Heatherington just saying, come towards me, come towards me. She just looked for some options, chipped it to herself, then decided to take on O'Brien and ran around her. Hetherington on the right. Got to be good with the kick. No, it was pickpocketed beautifully. A chance here for the Muggers Is the Zibaroom having a shot on goal. It's just short. off back there, reached up and took the mark. Weaved around O'Brien kicks long and out of bounds on the full we'll have a uh, shot i think from alicia eva He will be up against the boundary line 39 points down six minutes gone final term spark just pointing directions has a shot on goal alicia eva how does it look it's away from on a score three 12 30 trails 11 to uh, 68. Out of the uh, Premier Division players today, uh, how many are eligible and that could be in consideration for next week's Division 1 Grand Final?
2: Um, unfortunately, none. None. So we'll, we'll have very similar lineup to that we did last week um, for the the first final. So um, I, I don't believe any of the
1: named girls on this sheet are eligible for the grand final. As we taught the ball's just got out the back door to Gretch. Gretch at centre-half forward, now gets a hand pass to Nicole pool. Got away from her, Ashmore tried to hold it up, went back to Nicole pool, who got on the left and it's away to the left for a minor score. 11 to 3, 12, 30, the seven-minute mark the final term. I think Ash is probably the only uh, change I think.
2: Yeah Wiggles out um, with the, the injury yeah. and, and Ash came in so that was the, the only change um, Kylie uh, Byrne-Joy who injured herself in, in the Div 1 game maybe could have got a spot today but um, had had an injured
1: calf so unfortunately missed. As it's intercepted by Bernardi uh, who received the kick out and she's on half back, half forward flank should I say now for Diamond Creek attacking the northern end and decides to get on the boot, going long and up the line. Came off hands, though. Blackburn was there to try to hustle for it. Taken by Spark. Spark goes the chip to Carney. Carney receives. Takes a bounce. Run, Nearly ran into trouble. Hand pass to Bai. Bai gives the hand pass to Carney, who nearly got moaned down by Corrigan. Slapped out of her hands. Ball cries the crowd. There is Carney. He goes the hand pass back to Bai. Bai has to go again. Paul crashed with her. Bai trying to hold onto it for dear life. And the umpire says, uh, no proper as Amelia Barton wrapped her up will call for a ball up so Ashby of course, coming back from the rib injury earlier in the year she sustained against St Kilda in their first meeting Pound went to ground Hair pass away only as far though as Shay Audley well, they got the hand pass out. Chochi comes charging through. Chocci on the right. Tries to square it up towards true centre-half forward. Taking a mark there. It's Christina Bernardi. And Bernardi gets on the right. It was, I think, in two minds. Either the pull or cross and, well, the one halfway in between was Cecilia McIntosh. She picked it off and went to Emma Carney. Carney got on the right and out of bounds on the floor while trying to find Lauren Spark. So Emma Champion who celebrates her 100th game today for Diamond Creek. she has been told to come back behind the player on the mark. We'll wait for that to happen at the uh, nine-minute mark here of the final term. 39 points the difference. 11 3 plays 3-12-30. And for those that are interested in playing at home in the VFL, which is on ABC TV and on 3wbc.org.au, who led us the uh, headfit sets for the year, uh, that game is a ripper. Port Melbourne leading by two goals against Box Hill. As picked off there by Gretsch, who snap on goal is only as far as Ashmore. And Ashmore now comes back up the line, taking the mark there. And receiving is Emma Carney by hand to Blackburn, back to Carney, Carney's got to put a burst of speed on, she does, goes by hand, might call for the 1-2 there, doesn't receive, but Blackburn does, who is running with her, Blackburn on the right, goes in the direction of O'Brien, over our head, Moorcroft is back there, Moorcroft is caught by O'Brien, did she drop it, no to the umpire, Gogos runs in, and Gogos kicks the goal.
2: Really good piece of play down the corridor, Carney and Ali Blackburn working really well together.
1: And Gogos has her first. And uh, that now brings it back to 33 points. The difference here on VWFLRadio.com: Melbourne Uni 41236 to Diamond Creek 11369. So, uh, unfortunately, what looks like could be a a muggers loss. Uh, How many were you probably expecting or working with on the the training track during the week as you prepare for the Division 1 Grand Final?
2: Probably about 30, I'd say. Um, Last year we had a similar situation where the the Div 1 made it through and the the Premier Division team didn't, but um, some Prems continued to train with us and sort of um,
1: maintain the team sort of vibe and atmosphere, so it was good these kick is cut off there by White and White going in the pound direction, straight over her head. Awkward looking bounce, she'll try and run onto it, oop, just got knocked out of her hands. And Barden tried to go in there, kept it alive to chochi. Chochi just running around, puts it on the left now, squeezing it in towards the pocket. Gretsch did well to get around her opponent. Gretsch's kick though, bit of a shocker, just went over the boundary line. But it will be thrown in up against the uh, left hand point post. So 33 points the difference, 69 plays, 36. Division 2 grand final next Sunday at Quebec City Oval at uh, 10 a.m. between Seaford and North Geelong. The Division 1 grand final with Laura Kane in the coach's box between Melbourne Uni and the St Kilda Sharks. The top two sides have been all through the year, and it looks like it'll be Diamond Creek and Darabin doing battle in the Premier Division. Cotton's grand final as uh, too high and a free kick being paid the way of Diamond Creek after that ball in and 15 metres out directly in front looks like it'll be Natalie Beyer and Beyer who was damaging in the last game uh, between Melbourne Uni and uh, Darabin okay today serviceable but not as damaging as she was last time round. she comes in directly in front and puts it through she gets her first of the afternoon and it puts it back out to 39 points the difference here on vwflradio.com and uh, as we wait for the scoreboard to flick over to show Diamond Creek 12 12.375 to Melbourne Uni for 12.36 uh, I, I guess one of the frustrating things for Melbourne Uni when you look well Mix Andrew will look back at the tape for this year we'll see the two finals back to back and we'll say both finals it was the third term that brought us undone
2: Yeah absolutely and a lot of opportunities that we didn't take early so I think although the third quarters we've struggled, um, the first half we've, we've given up a, a couple of opportunities to maintain pressure on the scoreboard
1: Stevenson wins the tap, Blackburn tries to get it away from Brian, uh, from Brian Blackburn does well to put it on the right in the direction of Spark who took it off the ground hand pass to Stevenson, Stevenson's still running, Stevenson's still going, thought about the shot on goal. Gave away the little hand pass. Gogos looks for her second and gets it. It's a good run on goal there. Angelica Gogos gets her second and uh, brings it back to 33 points the difference and uh, Melbourne Uni just looking a little better here in the final term and I guess that's probably one of the messages out there as well to try and finish off the season with a spring in the step and say you claim the final quarter.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. To win the the final term is always good. Um, At the end of a a losing game, it's better than than going out in straight sets. So good effort to stay positive and stay hard
1: at the footy and another really good piece of play. As the ball is thrown up in the air, going in there is uh, Ernst there is Blackburn all wrapped up there and the umpire said a free kick to Blackburn, wanted to play on an advantage and dropping, whoops, oh, she should have gone back on to play on the mark and there is uh, Chachi now who's receiving from Smith who goes in the cross direction 1-2 bites the cherry, couldn't hang on to it Gretsch is there, Brittany Gretsch on the left and that's all she wrote one bouncing through she went Brittany Gretsch gets her second back out to 39 points, the difference here on vwflradio.com and um, I look down with only, uh, well, only one player almost ready to run on the ground here for Diamond Creek with it being 13 381 to 5 12 42. I wonder what's going through Grant Barton's mind at the moment if either A, he's looking again to finish the final quarter off and win that quarter and have momentum going to the grand final or is he of the mind of Time to put maybe some of the better players into some resting spots, and it's the you know, the wind's in the bank. Let's just see it out.
2: I think the latter, I definitely they've got the game, so with 10 minutes to go, you'd try and preserve all your good players and make sure they're ready for the first bounce next weekend.
1: Blackburn tried to run through a play, had the little elbow up at the same time. There was a pound, pound tried to put it across to Ashburn, who was under all kinds of pressure from Ernst, who rolled her over beautifully. And uh, in there as well was Natalie Byer, and the umpire calls for a ball up. So as we speak, white coming off the gro- uh, white coming on the ground, and one of their better players, the Shea Audley now coming on for a well-earned rest. As going there is Chochi. Whoop, and stripped out of her hands, but it got to Byron in the end, whose kick only went as far as Madeline Kerrick. And Kerrick gets centre-half back. 15-minute mark final term. Goes with a short little chip up the line to Alicia Eva. Eva now takes it and gets on the right. Going up in the direction there of the C-bomb and Cecilia McIntosh. Cecilia just now gets on the right, so it's a long, high kick that's turning sideways. O'Brien was heading for, but it was read best there by Moorcroft who took front posse. And Moorcroft gets on the right. Oh dear, kick has just been pickpocketed. And guess what, a girl is really stood up here in the final quarter, Angelica Gogos. Big last term for Gogo, so good effort. She'll be having a kick on goal from directly in front. So from about 20 metres out.
0: Makes noise To
1: so bring it back to 33 points the difference. Currently 13-3 to 5-12. In she creeps. Angelica Gokos on the right. Kicks through it. It's away to the left. So it will register as a minor score. And that will bring them to 5-13-43 to so Diamond Creek, 13 381. Kind of reminds me, as an Essendon supporter, that cruel joke everyone tells us. who kicked five goals in the 1990 Grand Final. Essendon.
2: Essendon. I'm a Collingwood supporter, <laughs> oh, so I'm happy no,
1: with that one. No. <laughs> <laughs> so the ultimate torturer is uh, taken away there by uh, Kirby Hicks, <laughs> trying to get a hair pass away, and is now received here by Blackburn, who goes for a little snap-on goal, and she gets it. <laughs> Blackburn has her third of the day. Polite collapse from the crowd like they're at the golf <laughs> and it brings it back to uh, 32 points the difference and, and it's kind of, it's, it's in a strange way, as much as the sting's gone out of the game it's also opened up at the same time
2: Yeah absolutely, a few really good pieces of play out of the corridor, both ends um, straight down the ground and both teams are converting straight away, so still really good play with only sort of Eight minutes to go.
1: As we wait for the boundary umpires to bring the ball back to the central umpire, and then we'll be underway again. Thirteen three eighty one to six thirteen forty nine. Seventeen and a half minutes gone in the final term. Seven and a half minutes remaining in the season for the Melbourne Uni Muggers. Diamond Creek will meet Durban next week in the Premier Division Grand Final. Stephenson lost the tap down. Ernst goes in to chase her own ball. In there is Kirsty Lamb as well. And wrapped up is the captain of Melbourne Uni, Emakani. We'll throw it up as. Ernst came over the top of Stevenson. Champion was there, picked up by White, who got all wrapped up. And the ball popped out, though, and it popped out quickly to Natalie Bio. Put it on the boot, went in the cross direction, got away to her right hand side. Cross has to go in again. Gretch is offering support. Gretsch thought about going the kick, went for the hand pass to uh, Chachi. Went back by hand across. Cross goes back to Chachi. Chachi went right, Chachi went left. Chachi kicked the goal. <laughs> like we said, the plays opened up, and in that case, a, a combination of hand passes. And that goal, seeing for Cioci, her third as well. And back out to 38 points, the difference. And I guess that's probably a good sign for Diamond Creek going forward as well. They are able to get the fastball into cross, but having a player like Gretsch available on her flank.
2: Yeah, good ball movement and good support. So they give the hands off and then they shepherd to make sure the defenders
1: don't get in their way of their of their quick play. So really good effort. So 14.387 to 6, 13 6.13.49. 18 and a half minutes gone in the final term cross versus the uh, public spark versus ernst moved it forward buyer sent yeah, center forward lost control of the ball lamb got it out to paul though and the cold Paul got it on the left going in towards the pocket is that a mark taken it is it's claimed and i think it's gretz just went to the ground just feeling a little sore and she'll be having a uh, shot on goal from 40 meters out 45 degree angle to see if she can put it out to 44 points the difference Gretsch just uh, getting up a little groggily make sure she's right and now uh, we'll come in with a slow approach Cross tried to offer the lead Nord and Gretsch will have that shot 35 out whoa right off the side of the boot right towards the top of the square no mark claim there Out in there no the umpire's paid it now hear the whistle from the distance and uh, they will try and move it on quickly and melbourne uni will go for the switch across to Goring. who took it in front of cross and Goring looks right up the line sees ashmore went in the direction though of pound gretch at the back flew too early right now in the contest picked off there by Lampack. Maybe me it was blackburn who escorted her over the boundary line and out of bounds so one thing about White and uh, Blackbeard, very similar from a distance, both doing the bun on the top of the head. They're getting one of them dye their hair blonde or something <laughs> like that to pick them apart. <laughs> so, one of the players just down for Diamond Creek, receiving attention from the Boundary Riders. As, pardon me for the trainers, as we'll wait for it to be thrown back into play. 55 metres out from goal, Spark, front posse. Emma champion not looking to pick the ball up was picked up by McIntosh he got back in board too high said the umpire and was going to pay advantage and then said bring it back as Blackburn stopped so Cecilia McIntosh looks to go up the line on the right whoop through the hands there of Dylan. now Burns a long way out from home go up the hand past the pound Burns win again Spark coming back in board Giddings can oh, me, there's some sneeze from me. He goes along with the line towards White, who missed Reddit. Now comes Carney. Carney, the captain's going to run on, take a bounce, and Carney will run in from two metres out and kick the goal. So put that down to the captain of Melbourne, Udy, Emma Carney. She gets on the scoreboard, and that just brings back the margin by a further six point as we play out the game. 14.387 to 7.13.55, at the 21 and a half minute mark of this final turn. And the scoreboard hasn't ticked over yet. I hope they haven't gone home. As the umpires bring the ball back. I think you can also see the change as well. Burns now being moved to centre half forward. Yeah, bringing her up a little bit higher. Uh, T-Mac, who's
2: usually a defender's dropped down forward as well, so... Um, and Carney, I guess, to direct
1: traffic down there a little bit. Blackburn try to get it across to Chachi over, and here comes Blackburn again. Blackburn from 48 metres out from goal. It's an open goal square, and it bounces through. And Blackburn gets her four. And... Uh, now the scoreboard ticks over after they missed the last one, I think, because I've got here one, two, six, seven, eight. Should be eight goals. Here we are. Eight goals, 13, 61. 28 points the difference, Diamond Creek. Uh, 26 points the difference, rather. Diamond Creek, 14, 3, 87. So, in the end, adding a little bit of respectability to the scoreboard.
2: Absolutely. And I guess the margin now reflects how tough the game's been. Um, Diamond Creek were able to kick away in the third, but we've,
1: we've brought it back a little bit. So, two and a half minutes remaining in the cottons vwfl final series premier division preliminary final as we said will be on air radio wise 9:30 a.m tomorrow morning streaming wise video stream from 10 a.m on the vwfl website for the divisions five four and three grand finals all back to back seabed versus q montmorency versus golden point and Wyndham vale versus whitehorse and Wyndham Vale will be the team that will be looking to be Premier and Champions, undefeated so far in Division Three this year. Here's the kick towards the top of the square after that clearance, Try to find cross, Red Best there by O'Brien, who sent it back out towards the direction there of Kiddings, couldn't get onto it, there was uh, Ernst trying to put it down the throat of Lamb, who missed it, hurried little kick, it was okay. Now there's the uh, snap around the corner by Pound in the direction towards the centre wing position, in the back is the call. The crowd's not happy, Williams gives it away to Ibrahim. The crowd giving some lip down below as Ibrahim gets on the right, going up the line. Front posse there was Carney, knocked out of her hands by White. We'll have a thrown one right in front of our broadcast position. One minute 15 seconds remaining in the preliminary final. The clock is counting down. The Dominic Creek girls are standing up on the bench. The ball is thrown back in. Spark down to Gogos. Gogos put her on the left. No one to go to. Whoop! Smith only got a caught in the sun as O'Brien got pumped off the ball late by Kirby Hicks and uh, Smith goes away for a run puts it down the throat of that No bounced away from her Ashmore will try and pick it up off the ground and she does Ashmore gets it on the right comes back inside forward 50 Ibrahim to run onto it got to get around her opponent Here pass to O'Brien O'Brien to Anderson and Anderson oh kick it into the player and Williams yep that summed up the day as Blackburn lost it went through her legs went over the boundary line and out of bounds what do you say what do you say
2: nothing when it's not your day it's not your day i don't think
1: uh two on one and straight into williams and bravo to williams for holding her ground absolutely ball back into play ernst got the fist in there tried to do her own roving work couldn't pick it off the ground wait for the countdown 10 seconds to go in the preliminary final Five seconds remaining in the Hooter and Diamond Creek go through to the grand final. Ernst up in the air. Where's the tap? There it is! The siren here at Danny Nong's Shepley Oval. As Barton, Audley and Gretch come running onto the ground and Kirby Hicks goes, No, I'm just walking out there. I'm strolling. (laughs) As the siren sounds for full time. 14-3. 87 to... 8.13.61 I guess you could say it's been a year of improvement from Melbourne Uni fortunately the goal kicking today just came back to haunt you. Yeah
2: absolutely a really strong performance all year but the, the top four teams in the Premier Division competition are unbelievable so it was it's always going to be tough making your way into finals especially with a force like Darabin so um, I think Diamond Creek are really well matched to give them a run for their money in the grand final next weekend and definitely better today.
1: Dare I say I saw hanging around for at least part of the game Mo Hope came down to watch some of her old Eastern Dills teammates and you're just almost hinting Mo would you mind just a Melbourne jumper just for the day just running <laughs> out there for a just bit. Just jump out, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just just roll 80 half, that'll do the job. Absolutely. But uh, unfortunately for Melbourne Uni, that is uh, season over for the uh, Premier Division girls, that third term bringing things undone. Uh, I guess if you look at it in one positive way, it was 41 points the difference at three-quarter time, and you did bring it back to 26 points in the end, so you virtually halved the margin.
2: Yeah, absolutely, and to not give up and go hard for the last quarter, um, it's really hard to play out 25 minutes of football when when you sort of know that it's 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 going to be an almost impossible task to come back. So to try and chip away at it and and Ali Blackburn a couple of goals as well,
1: go-go as well, um, really good effort. Well, you've seen Diamond Creek's uh, performance today. Do they have what it takes to take it to Darabin? They have what it takes to take it to them for
2: maybe a half, but I think Darabin are really experienced and really strong and I can't see them um, losing next weekend. I think Darabin have what it takes to win four quarters of footy, so...
1: It's it's going to have to be a super effort from Diamond Creek next week, but I guess the I guess the appealing thing from Grant Barton's point of view compared to the game last week against uh, against Darabin is they put the goals on the board today, and essentially any side that goes head-to-head with Darabin has to be looking to kick a 100-point score.
2: Yeah, absolutely, and you've got to have that quick ball movement down the corridor, so to have a target in in um, crossed up there, she kicked four today, really good effort, and, and you need her to fire as well as a couple of their mids to get
1: some scoreboard pressure. Let's pick up, here it is, the Diamond Creek song.